the presenting sponsor for the Michigan Podcasting Network, and don't forget the popcorn, the Dave and West Movie Podcast, is our friends at Jake's Corner Lounge, located in beautiful downtown Bay City on the corner of 3rd and Saginaw Street. You'll also know it, especially in the spring and summertime, by the beautiful 3rd Street Light Bridge. Jake's has you covered all week long with entertainment. They get you started out right on Sunday night uh, with your karaoke night, your service industry night, all of the good things that happen with that. You get specials on your drinks, uh, and you're going to have a ton of fun. Uh, you know, you're going to hear a lot of singing in this episode. So, hey, maybe get over to Jake's and, and try out your own chops on the mic and see what you can do. Wednesday night, trivia night, one of our favorite nights. We've played as a team there before. Uh, give it a shot. One dollar. One dang dollar. That's all it's going to cost you per person, and that will get you right up there and give you a chance to win that cash prize dollar dollar bills yo with randy howell uh also what do we get on trivia night we got three dollar well drinks there dave you can't forget about that big t big you know like you said dollar pbrs three dollar well drinks and then hey we're coming into thursdays buddy and That's what do we got the, thursdays it's the best thursdays half off all your drafts half off all your drafts well, hold on a second not KBS. Not KBS. Can't well, do come KBS. On. We draw the line somewhere, and it's going to be at the Kentucky Breakfast Stout. But <laughs> when you go to the Jake's, you tell them that the Michigan Podcasting Network sent you, and you are going to get half off all your drafts for the night. So, hey, go see the Masters tomorrow. The Masters is going to be on. It's going to be a great chance to get over there and enjoy some drafts with some friends. So make sure that you tell them that the Michigan Podcasting Network sent you, and you're going to have a great time. Jake's has you covered all week. And now, we hope that you enjoy the show. And welcome into Don't Forget the Popcorn, the Dave and West Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Dave McPeak, joined, as always, by good buddy Wes Ledesma. And, as we teased on the last episode, uh, second time in the MPN studios, Mr. Pete Remington. Uh, how you guys doing tonight? Great. Great, great, great. Heck yeah. Looking great to, to be back in the studios. And we got Pete here. Always good feedback from the Groundhog's Day. We, we brought in uh, Pete because he was an expert on Groundhog's Day, and it was a, a fun pod that we did back in February, one of our early episodes. Was there good feedback on the pod? It was. February? It was. Right. It was a lot of good things. They, they heard all, all the things. Was there good feedback on the pod? Yeah, there was. There was. There was. <laughs> uh, and we thought... Nice callback to the Groundhog Day, by the way. I like that. <laughs> we, we thought... Uh, that we're talking golf today, we're talking tin cup. We'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. We have to bring in uh, a golf expert, the varsity golf coach at John Glenn. So that's why Pete's going to be in here. It's going to be a lot of fun. We all like this movie a lot. So we're going to get to that in a little bit. Uh, let's get some business out of the way first. As always, follow us on Facebook, Michigan Podcasting Network. It's so much fun hearing from everybody and interacting with everybody. The the baseball pod, man, that like when you look at the people that it reached. Uh, we were up to about 2,700 people that it reached on Facebook. I think that got like 120 likes, and we can't thank you enough for commenting, sharing, giving us the feedback, so keep it coming. As a matter of fact, we're going to try and give a little thank you again yeah. uh, out to our loyal listeners. It, it seemed on that last baseball pod, uh, Dave, more people were siding with your team, though, which well, yeah. I would have to say to the masses, 
give it a re-listen. I don't think you really understood my roster. The construction, the contact hitting, the power hitting mixture. I think I, they uh, understood Hooch and the Jet just fine. Uh, I think they, they were just fine with that. Uh, but, yeah, it was a good debate, good yep. back and forth. But we want to give back. We want to give back to those loyal listeners and our loyal fans. So we got another contest for you. Uh, we are, as we said, we're taking off next week. We're both very busy, and we also need to do a lot of prep. Yeah. Uh, we're doing a lot of prep for the week after that. April 24th will be our next pod recording, so that will drop late that night and then on the 25th, because that is going to be our summer movie preview. So they say there's no such thing as a free movie. That's kind of true here. We're going to give that $25 Fandango gift card again. $25. $25. So maybe you're going to get two movies oh, in. Yeah. We have to uh, talk about this off mic. I don't know if I agree to that. That's, <laughs> that's what we're going to, that's what the fans have come to expect and it's the lowest denomination you can get. Uh, I like so it. we are going to give a $25 Fandango gift card, but there's a catch. We need you on the Facebook post that I will put tonight with everything the the pod links and all that stuff we need you to share that out to be eligible for that gift card to be put in the drawing we need a share on that facebook to get the word out about the pod uh we are so thankful to our loyal listeners our listener numbers i i can't believe we have more than two listeners me and you but uh, you know it's it's pretty cool to see that and feedback from friends and family uh and other people that like i didn't know uh, some of the people that are leaving reviews and leaving comments yeah, so it's good to see we want to keep spreading the word about that and we appreciate that so a 25 dollars gift card uh fandango you can put that online buy your tickets online go to pretty much every local movie theater you just need to share that facebook page we'll also count retweets as Ooh, well okay. retweets on nice. our twitter our page twitter which is at dftp movie pod on Twitter. So that takes care of a, a little business there uh, where you can work with us and where you can talk with us as well. Maybe a possible surprise behind the scenes for that summer movie preview, but we're not going to unveil that quite yet. So a lot of big things happening, but it's blockbuster season. We got to make sure that we're uh, keeping up and, yeah, and a lot having of prep time needed for that pod. I mean, geez, it's going to be a big summer. And getting everybody ready as well. So before we get into Tin Cup, before we get into our Tin Cup bucket list tonight, we got a couple movie reviews to cover. We were uh, busy once again for our fans here, trying to get everything covered for you. So we we got a couple of uh, movies uh, under under our belts here. So why don't yeah. you get it started, Wes? I mean. Uh, this time, I actually remember the couple of movies that I see. We uh, dove into a few of them. Uh, went to see Us this weekend, actually. Jordan uh, Peele's second yeah, the movie, Jordan right? Jordan Peele coming off of uh, Get Out, which loved Get Out. Yes. The man really set the bar high here going into uh, so Us. Always worried about a sophomore slump? Yeah. And Uh-oh. to be honest with you, I liked you, the face I, you're making. Yeah, I liked here. it. I really liked it. I thought, uh, man, I... I thought there was some parts they could have shortened it up a bit. I know last pod we kind of talked about the length, and I hate <laughs> that I'm complaining about the length. I just, I felt like they could have, uh, could have condensed it a little bit more, and some some things kind of dragged. Still, really good movie. I couldn't lean into the three buckets though on that, Dave. No. It, uh, it two and a half. I'm gonna okay, leave it at so- two and a half buckets. Definitely a strong recommendation. Gotta see it. It it checked all the boxes as far as suspense. You know, thriller. You know, I don't know if he was going for horror there or not, or if it's, you know, something a little similar to Get Out, but, you know, I checked all the boxes there. I just felt like there was a couple of unanswerable, you know, questions I still had to be answered at the end of it. 
and it could have condensed a little bit more. So two and a half buckets is where I landed on that one. I like. I mean, that seems like a pretty fair assessment. You know, I mean, yeah. I have I haven't seen it yet. I really like what Peel's doing. I'm really looking forward to the Twilight Zone coming out. Yes, really cool. that does. Look there good. are some really star-studded actors they're going to do in there. Oh. Which I guess you know, like the old Twilight Zone also had people from the 50s and the 60s yeah. in there uh, doing their thing. And you know, you watch it now and you just didn't know that. But That's... I remember sitting out, and my grandfather used to always have the Twilight Zone on when we'd sit in the living room. <laughs> and at Grandpa's house. The living room was always no lights on. Was that the doo 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 doo? Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> and it was it was the old console TV that had the big closure wooden doors, yeah. which I broke off once. And uh and um yeah, it was Twilight Zone, and he would always go, oh, that guy started in this, and that guy started in that. And Grandpa was always a, a big movie buff, so it was uh it was really cool to see that, you know, get out came, phenomenal mm-hmm. movie. Us came out, wanna go see it. And the it's, Twilight Zone, yeah, yeah. you know. The actor's going to be in that. That's going to be great. I'm really I like interested his, to hear I like his, guys think of that. His mode. I like his flow. Yeah, his and, he, and he did, How the dialogue. The dialogue was great. I mean, he still had that humor aspect in him. I'm telling you, a lot of things check the box there. I'll be like I said. I'll be really curious to hear what you think of that. And I just thought, and maybe, and I know I kind of complained about this to you. Maybe the patriarchs behind me that were chatting Ugh. it up the whole time during the movie. It does. Maybe it takes that you out of it. maybe that saw you know got me out of the you know pulled me out of the movie mode. I don't know. Maybe that needs a second watch. But yeah, two and a half, still a good movie. But I can only go two and a half. On yeah, that we one. talked about that on one of our first pods. And when I go see a movie, I want to be fully engrossed. Yeah. When you have somebody acting like an idiot or walking around or yeah. rappers too loud, I don't even or... like going to the bathroom because then I gotta like reset yeah. myself into the movie kind of thing. Because, uh, you know, that's why you go to the theater. For sure. You, you know, the, the atmosphere. The Absolutely. You know, a little to be, escape. To be immersed into what you're watching. So, yeah, that, yeah, that could take it, especially a movie like that, where you, you want, want to be immersed this is, in it. you got to be focused, you know, because a lot of things, it's a jump movie. You know, you have that kind of aspect. So I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing that. It's it's good to hear that. And, and that looked to be a lot of the reviews were very solid. I yeah. think it's pretty highly ranked on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it got the certified mm-hmm. fresh. It's very positive reviews. But I mean, you won an Oscar for Get yeah, Out. I mean, exactly. it was Get Out was one. Not a, you're not going too much higher. <laughs> bigger movies in I would say the last five six years in terms of its influence and how surprised people were uh, with just how different it was and the the feel of it, the writing, everything. So there's bound to be the comparisons, and it'll be yep. interesting. And that's you get a little thing bit further I was away. It. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And it's just a different movie, and I, I think you see that it happened with M Night, uh, with Unbreakable was his second movie, and that movie picked up a ton of steam later on. But everybody's yeah. comparing it to the Sixth Sense. Yeah, I mean Pete's personal favorite, Lady in the Water. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a falsehood. <laughs> I thought that was Justin Saiyan's favorite. Was, that's another Saiyan favorite. There it is. Yeah, you're it right. is. That's that's uh, one that he liked. So the second one that I watched this week, and this not in theaters. It's actually an Amazon Prime original. Uh, Braven with Jason Momoa, Aquaman himself. Call Drago. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Game of Thrones coming up this Sunday. Sunday. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that one, it's uh, to me, I kind of describe it as like, a, if you remember The Rocks, Walking Tall, really set more so in the wilderness, that kind of feel to it. But it's uh, suspense, you know, it's the, the premise behind the whole thing is he's uh, he's a small town guy living out in the cabin with his uh, you know, father and small daughter. Small daughter, yeah. <laughs> younger daughter, I guess. <laughs> and uh, for whatever reason, this uh, these drug guys stash some uh, you know drugs at his cabin. He's going out there for the winter this time, you know, on the way out there for the winter. Well, they need to retrieve it, 
And, uh, you know, old, old, yeah, old Drago doesn't let him get it without a fight kind of thing. <laughs> so it's, I think it's a real solid movie, Amazon Prime. You got a couple hours, you're fishing for a movie. I say, I say, give it a go. I gave it two buckets. I'm not, you know, it's, so I'm you're not going to defend, yeah, you're yeah, not, not going to run around and buy it. I don't think it's a bad movie, but I think it's definitely worth, you know, worth a couple hours. For the hours price of free. Uh, yeah, or, for the price of on the house. With, with that, <laughs> yeah, it's, I, we, I think we talked about this on a previous one, or maybe this was in our chat that, so far, the Netflix original movies, the Amazon Prime original yeah. movies, are just a little bit down lower. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't had a chance. I think you said Peter saw it. The Highwaymen looks really yeah, good. Peter yeah, Peter liked that with a lot. With Woody Harrelson and, of course, Costner. we're going to be talking about him a lot, Costner. Kevin Costner. And it sounds really interesting. I mean, it's the the hunt of Bonnie and Clyde. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've heard good things. I was intrigued. But it just, I kind of subscribe to my... My theory of straight to DVD movies, and yeah, there's a reason why they're not put in movie theaters, uh, because if they could make twenty five, thirty, forty Are million dollars, the same uh, thought process at the Scorsese no, movie not at that all. comes out. That then. one's different yeah. because they paid him bucket loads of, mo- of money, and I think I've heard things that the movie is going to be four and a half hours long. So what movie theater is going to want yeah, something like that? I mean, it's going to be yeah, super, super long. The old school yeah, intermission. The old school intermission. He's going to want to be able to cut it, and Netflix gave him full carte blanche on what oh, he wanted to do. Awesome. So I think I think you get Wait, Marty in there. It's gonna right be where I was different. going with that. I felt like you answered that before oh, I could yeah. get the question. I know. I know. <laughs> no, I'm ready for no. that. I'm ready for that one. So There's no Scorsese slander on here. It's good to hear. I, I got two in. All uh, right, I finally got? got to go see Captain Marvel. I know you reviewed it on a previous yep. one. And I, uh, I think, Pete, you got the chance yep. to see it, too. Yep. Checked it out Ooh. last weekend. And I I really enjoyed it. I think I'm right where you're at. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree with your assessment of it's not as good as other Marvel movies. I, I don't think I'd put it on the top tier. But at the same token, it's the first uh, of that. And yeah. if you go back and watch the first Iron Man, which is great, it's still really oh, good. Or yeah. even the first yeah. Thor, or, you got to set it up. There's a lot of explaining who this person is and how they got their powers and kind of giving that that back and forth but i i thought it was it fit perfectly yeah. into the marvel universe and i don't i don't understand the hate i really Here didn't why. like the the just pure hate for it and maybe it's we kind of got in this with our our comic book gurus with uh, Ben Wheeland and Justin Sane who were here before. Uh, they said it was fine and doing that, but it's I think they're looking at it from the comic book slant. I'm looking at it from the movie slant. I give it the three buckets uh, yeah. out of the four because I just I was entertained. Uh, are you not entertained? Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, was uh, There's a lot of good cinematics in it. There's a lot of good scenes. You know, Justin and the previous pod was talking about, or was it Ben talking about? It's hard to make things flying look cool yeah yeah i I thought the flying looked cool i agree like there was a lot of parts in there that it was like this is good the space scenes when her shield would change over that was great um you know i'm not giving anything away but there is a lot of really cool throwbacks because of the shield changes what the heck shut your face (laughs) um but the uh like the also the 1986 kick on this yeah that's i mean you know me being born in 74 and being 12 like these are all things you guys being two at the time but no it was it was there's a lot of that stuff they went 90s was it yeah no because that's why they played oh no it was yeah it was 95 it was 95 it was 95 95 like she lands right in the blockbuster i'm like yeah 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 i'm home baby i'm home Yep. I mean family video, sorry. Uh, but you're absolutely right. That aesthetic of, I mean, even that, you're in high yeah. school at that time. and Well, 
Pretty much, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> give or take, give or take a, a decade. Uh, no, I... <laughs> but it, guys, it was him. It was him and us, wasn't it? It was him talking behind you. It's good voice. So it, it was definitely a a great movie in terms of special effects. I'm with any Marvel movie. I haven't seen a Marvel movie with bad special effects, really. Uh, nope. I mean, you can't. Those budgets are huge. But I thought Brie Larson was great. Great. Uh, yeah. The the little girl, uh, Lieutenant Trouble, uh, <laughs> she was good. <laughs> Sam Jackson, this is what I am finding incredible now with special effects, like how they can make people look younger. Yeah, again. that was pretty cool. It is. And it looked seamless. Like It looks like I'm watching New Jack City yeah. with Sam Jackson oh, in there. Nice callback, uh, by the way. And it's... It's great, like just to have New that look, and then uh, I love the constant cat, where it's it's basically oh, they're scanning. That cat it. was awesome. I the, can't remember. Flurkin, flurkin, that's what it was, and like flurkin, high threat level, dangerous. It's like human threat level, is that, is this minimum be a to none. Talking about that, you think? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. All right, we'll leave it out. Yeah, that was <laughs> we we just do some sign language yeah. here, uh, but versatile I, here on the pod. I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was really good and. I also think people need to wait on some of these because you got to see where it's going. Uh, I, I feel like people are crapping on this movie. I think of our good friend Hernan Paredes, uh, who hated it because he's talking about there's no connection to the MCU. There's no connection to what? where it's like he said. There's no Avengers connection here yet. I'm like, well, yeah, it's an origin movie, and it's yeah. And, and I, that's I the know best he, thing about both the Marvels. They don't rush you in to exactly. connect stuff. Like they take their time with this, and that's. I mean, I, the the post credit scenes that tied it in. If you really are fishing for and a tie-in, let's see. Oh, God, dang it! Let's Spoiler. see. No, I mean that's everybody knows there's Marvel post credits. But if two. you look there at there are two post credits. If you look at the, uh, you know, you you look at Avengers and see what happens. Let's see what happens first. Yeah. And that might change our opinion on what Captain Marvel, uh, and it might be a little bit better. But, I mean, that's go see it if you haven't yet. I'm sure a lot of people have. Yeah. Uh, but you're going to want to see it before Avengers to get yourself ready, and like, you don't want to be like, who, who the heck's this? What is Avengers, like the weekend of the 25th? Uh, yeah, I think we're, we're recording 26th. on the 24th, I think, so, the next day, so the 25th. We, so we, so you got night. a pod, an NFL draft, there. and uh, Avengers. What a weekend. What Take a weekend. it off. Trifecta. Yeah. What a weekend. And then last but not least... I got another West Hidden Gem in. I oh, yeah. got a Pool Hall Junkies viewing oh, in. Oh, the Christopher Walken vehicle. And I, <laughs> I feel a little uh, a little rough saying this, and I, I kind of texted a little bit back and forth, so I know that you know what's coming. I'm giving it two buckets. You softened the blow. I'm giving bit. it a two buckets, <laughs> and the reason why I'm giving it two buckets isn't because it was a bad movie or I don't think you should watch it. I, I liked it. I actually thought it was really good. I'm actually deducting buckets because it didn't live up to its potential. I think it had the potential to be a great movie. It could have been rounders in a pool hall. Yeah. And I know that's kind of what they were trying for. Looked like that's what they were striving for. But they rushed it. And I don't like the group of friends. Like, I just felt like there was no chemistry there. And, I mean, it's an hour 40 movie. Is that the Elijah Wood? Is he in no, that, that was, no, that was no. a Green Street like, Hooligan. Here we go. No, with, that was Green Street Hooligan. Dave bashing on old <laughs> Frodo. That was, uh, I bashed him last pod. Uh, but that was Green Street Hooligans. This was Pool Hall Junkies. Uh, Ricky Schroeder, Silver Spoons himself, is the, uh, you know, the other guy that, that's in there. But Christopher Walken is Chaz really Palmentary. good. Chaz Palminteri. Chaz Palminteri's in it. He's a little rushed. Mm-hmm. But I give it two buckets. If you can find it, it's 
it's worth watching. It's fun. Fight, yeah. It's it's a good watch. I know that was one of your hidden gems. I'm glad I watched it. I was just disappointed because I thought it could have been yeah. better. I, I thought they rushed things. I thought there was meaningless storylines that wasn't needed with Lex Luthor, you know, just going off the <laughs> deep end. Uh, it's like, good God. When from he goes Smallville. Rob's Joe or... Yeah, it's like, what in the heck? Yeah, that was like, You could have done without that whole thing. Because just have him owe the mobster money. Like, you don't need this whole thing now he's in prison. You need bail don't, money. And it's just, yeah, it's, it was a, <laughs> it was a little disappointing. So uh, I, I still liked it. It's definitely, I'm glad you recommended yeah. it. I'm glad I got a watch in. I'm uh, glad especially I kept, you for kept the, it above the, the bucket and a The half. Mendoza yeah, line. Yeah, the Mendoza line there. <laughs> little C&I single yeah. with that one. Oh, no, it was, it's, it's one, a fence ride movie. I, I, I can't quite give the full recommendation, but. I still, I'm glad I watched it. It was, it was worth it for the scene that you had us play in our pod. Yeah. The lion scene was great. And I mean, like, and uh, you made the joke. It's like, and then you find out they're talking about pool. Like, it should have been a scene like they're just a fire up scene. Like, man, I, I would play this before a football game. I mean, this well, is. Yeah, splashing the water on his face. Like, all right, give me my cue. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, chalk, it, chalk, chalk please. It definitely was it ratcheted up a little bit from what it needed to be, but it's still a lot of fun. So there we go. Got you caught up on on some of the movies, and now it's to the main event. We have, uh, if you can't tell, we like to do the bucket list movies around something for a reason for yeah. most parts, and trying to get things covered. And this weekend is one of my favorite weekends of the year, and we thought, what better movie? to do then Tin Cup. Tin Cup is a wonderful new romantic comedy. I find him mildly attractive when he's obnoxious and arrogant like this. Critics everywhere are falling in love with the new movie from the creator of Bull Durham and White Men Can't Jump. To the cup! Kevin Costner. <laughs> Renee Russo. Oh, geez Louise. Tin Cup. And there you have it, right? I mean, it just sounds, I oh, just, that preview, you hear the music, you hear the lines of dialogue, that just gets us in the right mood to talk about this movie. And even before we talk about it, one of the things, I love the Masters because it's that that same course every year, it's yeah. pristine, like we've been in our hibernation here in Michigan where it's just crap winter weather, and then you see the azaleas. You oh, see the right. Saracen Bridge. Or no, that's... Yeah, no, it is, right? The Amen Corner. Ray's Creek. Ray's Creek. You get all the different... I mean, all these things that we know uh, and see these great shots from years past. And even if you don't watch golf, uh, Vicky agrees with this 100%. There is no better nap of the entire year than a master's nap. Uh, with Jim Nance <laughs> serenading you. And, like, and I'm the disappointed. The soft, subtle sound of Jim <sighs> Nance and the, the nice cutting of the seven iron through the grass. Our, our weather's going to be a little bit bad uh, yeah. this year, yeah. uh, the, this, this weekend. It's a rainy weekend. But uh, sometimes it's nice to get that windows open, the birds are chirping, yep. and Jim Nance just serenading. Hello, friends. You get the Jim Nance voice. You get the, the nice uh, master score being played. Oh, yeah. oh, the piano. Yes, that. That should be a lullaby. Good call. You can Good put call. that. You can put that on a CD. I hear they're very particular about what they call certain. Like I was listening the to the patrons. Uh, yeah, the patrons. Like you, you can't call if you're, uh, if you're ta- or if you're calling the uh, the masters. You can't call it the rough. It's got to be referred to as the first cut, and they're very yes. particular. Oh, they are very. Just found that out. I couldn't Very crazy that. about uh, some of that stuff, and but I just saw another one where a guy 
went to jail or, or was put in there <laughs> for calling it the rough for <laughs> for trying to steal a handful of sand and like got banned. There was like a twenty thousand dollars. You got your pocket, sir. Yeah. Nothing. Master sand. I see that sand. That's white. That's white master sand. <laughs> you give that right back. <laughs> but it's it's a great it's a great uh, tournament. It's a lot of fun. So we thought to get you ready. For the Masters, we, we are talking Tin Cup here, and that's one of the reasons we brought in the golf guru. Pete, we yeah. all like golf. We're all going to be in a golf league together this year, so we thought it would be a lot of fun to talk Tin Cup. So let's get it started right right here. What what makes it a classic to you guys? What What's something about this movie that it belongs on the bucket list or for people that have seen it? And sorry, real quick. Spoiler alert here coming up. Uh, you know we'll we'll talk about it at some point. We'll try and give you a heads up if we're gonna go. Uh, we don't want to ruin the ending. Uh, the ending, if you haven't seen it, we we're assuming that most have seen it. So we're gonna talk about every part of the movie. But if you haven't, if this is one that you like, and and who knows, maybe you still want to listen to the pod and then go see it. But we know people are particular about spoilers. It's 1996, so you've had a good 23 years to get the viewing in. But uh. There, there will be some spoilers, especially with the endings uh, on this one. Feel but. free to pause it. Go catch the two-hour tin cup. Come, <laughs> Come right, right back. back. Yeah. You'll be able to laugh right along with us. And, you know, only if you if you get 20 minutes of the movie in, hey, a little bit is better than not us. <laughs> I, was well wondering, I was wondering well when I was going yeah, to drop I'll that one. I'll set you beat me to that. Right. There, there you go. So what makes it a classic to you? Well, and I'm glad you gave the, the spoiler disclaimer. Because I, I want to say what makes it a classic is how it finishes. Yeah. Is the the culmination of Roy McElvoy at the end there and how he, you know, he can't get out of his own way a little bit. But you know what? That's, he, do, he doesn't, uh, he's, he's true to himself, I guess, right to the end. And I think that's what helped makes it a And classic. I'm looking forward, I'm glad that you say that because I'm looking forward, I have a question that I want to ask uh, when we get to the end, uh, when when we deal with that. Exactly about the ending ending and uh, to to go along with that. I'm very curious. I would have taken the drop. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Pete, what, what to you? You would have hit a five iron off. Oh the my! There would have been no. Then you would have hit another Rooms five iron. Would have asked me to West five iron seven. You need a little bit more club. <laughs> seven, <laughs> seven. The opposite. So, uh, what to you makes it a classic? You know, the the fact is that when you look at the you know that era, there wasn't really many golf movies coming no, out. No, you know? good call. And, and so. And really, I, I'm looking at this movie. Is it and, Caddyshack and Caddyshack 2? Is that it? Yeah, and that's like 1980? 79? 79 is Caddyshack and then Caddyshack 2. Like, that's who cares? Yeah, it's the, awful. Legend of Bagger Bay. Let's get out of here. That was after. That was <laughs> yes, after. Yes. Um, and, you know, and when you look at this movie, so I, so being honest, I got the rewatch in last night. So and, did I. And I, but I didn't finish it. So, <laughs> so I did have golf practice last night. It was cold, windy. Uh, I didn't leave the course till eight o'clock at night. I think the real or the actual temp in the truck said forty six or something like that. So, like, I was freezing by the time I got home. I had to go. I had to go. Uh, you know, try to find some food and get that down in my face. And then I finally sat down to put this on. And I'm tired. I'm maybe a little cranky, and, and I'm watching it, and I'm watching the first half of this movie, and I'm like, man, this was one of my movies back in the day, and then I hit pause, and then I got a good night's sleep, and I came back, and I put on the second half, 
and that is that's where it's at. For me, it was wow. This this makes it a classic because of the golf. Yeah, it's not because of everything that led up to the golf. Like everything that is dealing with Roy being a uh, you know a driving range pro. You didn't appreciate the bug zap race in the beginning. No, boy, there's there so much of the movie in the beginning that I just was. I found it so drawn out. I could not disagree more. I could nice. not listen to Roy say one more golf cliche what? without barfing in my mouth one more time. He's doing that on purpose. What the heck? I, what did we bring this guy on for? We're trying to gush about but, a movie. But I, but it's, I a felt like, it's good, guys. It's a really good movie. Please check it out. But I felt like the beginning of it had him like, it was like the introduction. Like, hey, have you never heard of golf before? There are words out there. This is exist. a mass audience movie that they're yeah. trying to make. They're not making it for See, this like. Is the, this is where I would I have like, like a, when uh, saying and uh, Wheeling go off about their comic uh, book yes. movies not being like authentic to you know Storm was from South Africa. She did not have the South African uh, accent. Well, you know what? It doesn't matter. You're, like you're saying, <laughs> you're appealing to the mass audience here. So I think. So you know what? Now that you say, now that you bring that up, one of my salty scenes dealt with a rule statement that they threw on there. Ooh. I'm not going to bring it up because it's not my salty scene. I have a much So when he's playing with headphones in throughout the match? <laughs> am I gonna Gosh go dang to, it. Me, me no, no, it. we're going on. Right, we're we're got a board now. It's we a, got a board. It's an honorable mention. I'll get to it. But there's a, there's there's some things. So the, the first half of it is too much uh, driving range, too much Roy. The second half, that golf course reminds you of the Masters. It is green and lush. Yeah, it looks so like gorgeous a week too. ago, I was down in spring break down in Cincinnati, and they're like three weeks ahead of Bay City, Michigan. Though the weather is 50s into the 60s, the grass is green and lush. Like the people are probably gonna have to start mowing their lawn in this week or the next week, and like you know, my grass still yeah. is brown <laughs> yeah. or or non-existent. I was you gonna know? say mine's more non-existent, but yeah. So like you know, the the classic of it is that is the golf for me. For me, the golf guy is the golf because it's it's quality. The, the second half of the movie, though, this is where I'll argue and what makes it a classic. The second half of the movie, I think, is so good because of the buildup. Because yeah. you are the so beginning. invested in Roy. Flat, so broken, busted. No, no. I, I, I could not disagree more. I think it, it is the... the it is the exact opposite of what I talked about with Pool Hall Junkies because you get such great character development quickly. Like, the first 15 minutes, like, you're already getting the dynamic and you're already seeing the chemistry between uh, Rene Russo and Kevin yeah. Costner. So you're already getting the feel. I mean, you're already learning that she's a doctor. She just moved here. The, the waggle. And then you, it, what I love though, like I talked about the friends in pool hall junkies, how like uh, you just don't like any of these guys. I love the cast of characters, all the different oh, friends and Earl, Earl on the bag yeah, and, and trying stuff. to carry that stuff. And you, you get some of that, but I, I, the cliches is, I think it's done on purpose. He's purposely trying to He's trying to flex in impress. front of her a little bit. Yeah. He's trying to do that, give a little nod to the gods. Yeah. Uh, you know, the tuning fork goes off in the heart. Uh, it's just all those things. I, I love it. The golf swing is a poem by Roy McAvoy. is the unfinished symphony of Roy McAvoy, and then he goes ahead and finishes it. <laughs> ooh, ooh, in the like U.S. It. Open, huh? Yeah, right? Yeah. And what I think is, is I think this, uh, <laughs> the acting is... Really, really strong too, and that supporting group of characters. Uh, you wouldn't think of Cheech from Cheech and Chong is the caddy for Roy McAvoy and his friend is is how stereotypical caddy is that? Uh, <laughs> well, and it, I couldn't believe, it, especially with the current political climate, when the guy at the 
golf the guy that they bet when he's hitting all the tools oh yeah he's like i'm gonna call ins on you yeah <laughs> like, <"Whoa!" laughs> that, that like, part was great he's <laughs> he's donating to the wall uh trying to get that built so <laughs> it's definitely uh, i think some of those where cheech you, you just think of him from cheech and chong and not a serious actor and he had some pretty powerful scenes really? in this well, yeah. and renee russo i mean it's she's just it must be the ingenue for every wow. like washed up athlete. It's Jake Taylor. It's Kevin Costner. <laughs> she was definitely uh, pigeonholed there for a little she bit. Fits and then the she bill though. I mean, she moved yeah, on she to be well. Thor's mom. Uh, oh, yeah, that's but right. it, there's. I'm gonna get to the lines here later. But I think how many quotable lines that you'll hear out on a golf course that you'll hear uh, all these other places too. I mean, I I wrote down. For favorite quote, it's tough. It is tough to get to some of that. And I let off with it. I know a little bit of uh, the A Little Bit Is Better Than Nada, that soundtrack, uh, with, with that. So, you know, if you like that song, A Little Bit Is Better Than Nada, you can hit it up on Karaoke Night at Jake's. Oh, there we go. Sunday nights, you can get over to Jake's. Corner Lounge is on uh, 3rd and Saginaw in Bay City. Beautiful downtown Bay City. Jake's every Sunday night has a karaoke night, service industry night. You're getting, you know, specials on your drinks, wild drinks, all those good things. Wednesday night, my favorite night, trivia night. I just took the Jeopardy online test yeah. last night, so it looks like the only place well, I'm going to listen to a couple of these pods there. and you so might you get, get the answer for some of these trivia Ooh, questions. Do you get you second place on the Jeopardy trivia too? Probably. I, I don't think I qualify. <laughs> it's always second place. There's always some team that I'm sure is Googling yeah. uh, and, and taking stuff. But it's only a dollar to... For per person to join up, uh, teams up to six, you get dollar cans of PBR, dollar cans of Bush Light, dollar cans of PBR as well, So or Natterdays. Is it Natterdays? Natterdays, uh, And then Thursday, I think my favorite night. Favorite night of the week. you got to hit it up. It's the MPN special. Head on over to Jake's all day long. You say that the boys from the Michigan Podcasting Network sent you. You're getting half off all your drafts for hey, Thursday. Hey, hold on a second. Not KBS. Not KBS. Not KBS. KBS. We draw the line at KBS. But that's getting you Stella Artois. That's getting you Cider Boys Mad Bark. That's getting you Summer Shandy. Mitten Brewing. I just tried this at JT's the other day, and now Jake's has it. So it's going to be better there because it's half off. Half off. Mitten Brewing. Peanuts and Cracker oh. Jacks Porter. Oh my gosh! Nice. It's I read that somewhere. I might have to get Ben David to review like, that on his pod. He might. That might be one that's coming up. So that one's good. You want to try it out? Alaskan Amber, uh, Oberon, All Day IPA, and Blue Moon. Get that. Get in there. Get in there on Thursdays. Half off all your drafts. Dave, Masters start tomorrow. Get in, there, get in there. Watch tomorrow, the Masters. Half off drafts. Catch Kevin Rice on the uh, Golden the tea. Golden Tee. He's probably playing Augusta. Uh, exactly, exactly it. So go go over and visit our friends from Jake's. Uh, they help us, you know, help help them out and, and help get in me there on Thursday. Help no, you, <laughs> help me, help you. So I'm interested on this next question. Getting back to Tin Cup, uh, we'll start with Wes before I'm disappointed here on the other side. Uh, do you like it as much as before? Oh, 100. percent And this was actually the first time I showed it to Kristen. She got the, uh, you know, she. It, she dove into it for the first time, and you How'd know, she I, like it? I had to, I had to build it Does as she a like rom com. Nah, <laughs> she she keeps asking me to go. They go, eh, next year I keep kicking the can down the road here. So maybe this she year will be listen. the year she gets to uh, ride in the golf cart. But uh, so I, I told her, yeah, yeah, we uh, we're gonna watch a rom com. So I kind of build it at that, and I think that's fair though. Yeah, I think and, it's a and, fair I was, and she she actually 
watched it as a rom-com with golf as the secondary setting. She really liked it, yeah. you know, looking at it through that lens. So that, you know, a little head faked her with the rom-com aspect, but it still, <laughs> hey, it passed her test. But for me, I mean, obviously it held up. It was it was great. It's been a while since I've yeah. fully, you know, like really dove the into full it. full watch. Usually you're getting pieces like the second half, Pete's, Pete's part, the second yeah. half, or, you know, maybe the... You know, the worst part, the beginning. <laughs> but it was great to catch the whole thing, and yeah, it 100% hold, holds up for me. Pete? Uh, oh, I do boy. struggle a little bit with the hold up on this. I mean, and in, in quite honest, again, it's the it's the first half of this gets it for me. Um, you have to understand that it's 1996, and some of the things they say uh, would not be put in films these days. That part... Example? Uh, there, there's some racism. Oh well, there's yeah. some bigotry. Uh, I, I don't feel comfortable. Um, so, <laughs> but but like so, but the other part is that it doesn't hold up. Like it, the the second half of this movie, I, I was I was overly thrilled watching. Yeah, the yeah. way the camera angle, the the score. Yeah, was very yeah, masters esque. Right it switched that. from like 1996 yeah. oh, banjos and yep. you know acoustic guitars and you know kind of cheesy music in the first half. Like I had the surround sound on, and when it played today, it was like the bass was booming from the the orchestra being played for that, and I was like, the kids were talking, and you held up your quiet, please. Yes, actually, another thing that I had just seen is that the U.S open nowadays has been kind of billed as like a, a backstage major and that what they did was just rehired like a new symphony to write a new score nice. yeah. so when we watch it this year we'll get something brand new yeah it's uh yeah i i agree with you. and i want to say a lot of a lot of times you're going to come up those movies from the either early 90s late 90s they aren't gonna hold up politically correct in the politically oh. correct climate that we're talking in about right that with now. Goodwill Hunting. Well, yeah. Blazing Saddles, you mentioned that. Because sure. that's always been my yeah. one, like, holy cow. You mean, you, you, yeah. if that, Just, that we is got, we got, you know, very, very, very funny. But at the now. same token, it's, there's could, things in there that are... We, just talked about it with Judd Apatow last week with Forty Year Old Virgin yep. and how, like, especially with the Me Too movement that's happened. I mean, it's just some of that stuff doesn't hold up at all. It's almost cringeworthy, but like you have to. But I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Definitely, when you look at it through that lens, uh, this is probably my first viewing in eight, nine years. It's been a long time since I got a, a watch in, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. Heck I don't know yeah. if it's because I've like fallen more in love with golf the last few years, but just it was the perfect time to watch yes, it too. I mean, getting right it in before. this week, like yeah, absolutely. The performances I, I enjoyed just as much. Uh, you, as you left my house last week, you started singing a little bit as better than nada, and that has been in my head all week. So I was tickled pink to hear that at the very beginning as well. But I, I'm gonna throw this out now. I was gonna wait, but I does Kevin Costner make your top five? Your, your top five actors? Does, is he in the conversation? Is he in the shortlist? Because well, I was thinking a, hard, and I looked at his filmography. Boy, he's knocking on the door for me. It's weird that you say that, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say uh, even doing, even doing a pot of his, and then actually putting a, a movie of his, as number one in Bull Durham. I wouldn't even say that I have season tickets to Kevin Costner. Really? Yeah. It, it because if I see it. I don't know. Am I? Do I got Waterworld like concerns? Yeah, you Is might. That, I don't Waterworld know, might but, be cloudy, but, but he, Untouchables. He 
Field there of is, Dreams? No Way so Out? many, especially during Wyatt the Earp. World. Wyatt Earp. I mean, and you're right. You list them off like and, that. And it sounds not great, to mention but if I see the bodyguard, the bodyguard, <laughs> one of my favorites of all time, the bodyguard. <laughs> Or, you know, I mean, Dancing well, with Wolves. I mean, winning Oscars, I guess, is half well, You the have battle. season tickets to Whitney Houston, so that's a completely <laughs> different thing. <laughs> but Only the reality you, show. You, start, <laughs> you start saying that, I mean, it's crazy that I don't consider him a season ticket guy. Well, and that's where I'm like, oh, man, it's really yeah, been sad. Really that, that, like it's really that. been sad the way his career's fallen off. But it really hasn't. No. When I looked at like some of the it was recent Superman's movies. dad. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It's Jonathan scrollable. Kent. There's there's times when you go to IMDb to like background check on something. But I'm always so one of the things that I always enjoy about going to IMDb is the fact that you can. Yep. Anyways, is the fact that like I will go. You know who I haven't seen in a long time. I haven't seen Kevin Costner. I yeah. wonder what he's got coming out. So you go on there and you take a look at pre-production, post-production. Yep. You see if there's any sequels and stuff like that. So I'll do that all the time. And there's sometimes when you go. So speaking of laundry, laundry lists of titles, Renee Russo doesn't have those. No. It was like one of those deals where I was going through. And I'm like, oh, there was she a had like, massive drought until Thor. Yeah, yeah. Thor was it was one of like, first. It was, and I don't know if that's like a you know sometimes people take time off to raise a family. I think it was. Like that. I think it was like she purposely stepped away from acting for a while, and Thor was kind of the... maybe there was just wasn't a good baseball movie for her to get out there, <laughs> get in front of Kevin Costner wasn't doing something. She didn't like the hockey script that she was given. Uh, the the washed up actor there, but it, it is passed on the goons role. <laughs> it's interesting for I like I just. I love Costner. I don't yeah. know if, and especially these sports roles, he can just do them with his eyes closed. Well, and maybe that's why, because I always, I think of him as a, like such a, like he's such a niche guy that I didn't even think of him like when you're, when you're thinking, ah, top five actors, you know, who he, yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't jump off the page for him because he's such a niche, you know, niche, <laughs> you know, football, you baseball, you know what I mean? And I may have to rethink that because but you just listed like you a said, bunch of movies. Like, and I was like, all I kept thinking was Tatanka. Not Dances with Wolves. Right. You know, so in the, you know, the Guardian with Kutch. In, in, okay. in the, you know, The Postman. He, he does a really good job of uh, having like a mustache and being like the cowboy type Open range. Of, Open yeah, range like that vibe, like his throwback vibe. I think, it, I mean, Untouchables, like you, meant, you know, mentioned. So his mustache he, he does game is strong. And that's a... If you've seen my mustache game, you know that that's a half bucket. That's true. It's. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there because when oh, I a look question. at it, it's, I feel like I've watched a lot but of costume movies lately. Oh, you just said you said no. No, he said he'd have to rethink. Oh. Well, it's it's a no because yeah, he's he said not he's not going to see his top five, and he's not. He's I don't consider him a. You know, I'm not. I didn't say he's in the top five. I said he's knocking on the door. He's definitely. I said in the top five. Let's say he's on the fringe. Hey, ready fans, we rewind this and tell us first cut. No, they fast forward. He's in the first cut. Do you know the first cut's called the first cut for a reason? There's different cuts of rough. Rough, there is, and I have so like the second again. Cut. There, the second cut is traditionally the I just lost my golf ball rough, not eight inches, ten inches, but like. So next four time I hit inches. my ball in the woods, I that's in the second cut. The, <laughs> I, I think that's just lost. <laughs> uh, that's in the lumber cut. But the the Midland Country Club, my the girls' golf team played in a tournament at Dow Invitational there last year, and it was the first time in probably twenty years that I played a course that there was a first cut of rough and a second cut of rough. And it I was like probably that. a tight, really nice manicured Somewhere fairway. Somewhere Gary is smiling. And then <laughs> the first cut was probably four foot on each side like that. And then, then the normal looking rough. Yeah. First cut. So this one's going to be tough. Favorite scene. And there's a ton to pick from, I think, in this. Like, I mean, it's... I, I'm going to have to... 
I'll, I'm sure one of mine is going to get picked from YouTube. Oh, uh, you're, you're going to put that. I'm going favorite quote I'm taking first. Oh, all right, all right. Uh, but I, I'm going to let you take the lead on, on favorite scene here. But, I mean, there's it's a laundry list because I, I felt like there was a bunch. That I'm going to double dip on favorite scene, but there will be one common theme in both scenes, and that is the seven iron. So my favorite scenes... Oh yeah, that's I think fair. I think it's is fair. the uh, you know obviously he's yeah yeah I need the uh, I need the drive I think I can get it over and Rome starts breaking all of his clubs you know I you know I blade the two iron you know I, I chili dip the three he starts going through each one but the seven the seven is one I you know I can always count on and he continues to play the rest of the uh, round with the seven iron so that one and we're gonna go to the David Sims longest drive with the seven iron. Oh, yeah. I hit this thing too. Th you know, he's feeling real confident about himself. Ah, I towed it a little bit, but that'll do. Yeah, at 227. <laughs> yeah, David, you want, you want to take your coat off? Yeah, you loosen up a little bit? Yeah, I'm good. And he just the slight little, turn does the slight nice, turn. Slight little turn and a little chip down the road. Still going. So those two scenes with uh, Mr. Seven Iron as the leading man. <laughs> Those are going to be my favorite ones right there. That that one stands out because it gives you a glimpse into the meltdown psyche yep, of exactly. that. And that's one that we Ooh, were look talking at Dave about earlier. Dave with a deeper meaning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when we were talking about it earlier uh, with Cheech, Cheech Marin. And that's, I think, his strongest scene. Because you can see the hurt in his eyes. Oh, like, Gosh, absolutely. Dang it, I've watched this guy yeah. melt down and you're doing it well, again. He's walking away, kicking dirt. And you, you know. promised you weren't going to do this again. And, it's and, just... and, he, me and he mentions... That earlier in the show, he said, you know what? And that's when you kept you hit five balls out of bounds and you put a 13 on that scorecard yep. when a 12 would have got, you, got you. Yeah, in the, you're right. Good catch. I, good catch. And I was like, oh. And then you see, yeah, but you see Romeo just broken. And that's, that's absolutely. And, it, and almost the breaking of the driver is just, you can tell he's mad, but he's probably trying to save himself yeah. now thinking that. Well, I'll he's take the three wood. He's like, all right, well, I'll take the three wood out of play. But then. it leads to, leads to the great uh, <laughs> comment earlier. It's like, I, yeah, I broke all your clubs. And he's like, oh, Romeo broke two. Yeah, <laughs> Rome's broke two. I actually like another comment in there, too, is when he says to, Dave, to Sims, he's like, uh, he's like, hey, you ever uh, finish out the backside with a seven iron? He's like, you know, Roy, no. It never yeah. even occurred to me why? to try. Yeah, the <laughs> just, why? Yeah. <laughs> Like Sims, what the heck what would I do that for? for? They get, you know, they allow you to fill your bag, Roy. <laughs> you get fourteen of them. <laughs> Is that how many I was gonna I was gonna make yeah. a copy? Oh, you can have I, sixteen of these things. I even wrote it down right here <laughs> and then uh, the old Mr. Three Wiggle. Yeah, uh, that was the butter. Oh, there is Mr. Three Wiggle, isn't there? <laughs> so, Pete, your favorite scene. Oh, that'll be the new term this year. <laughs> So my favorite scene, I would have to say, actually, probably is like the the one that. I vibe with the most out of the whole thing because I've had it happen to me. So uh, there's a scene when Rene Russo rolls up into the Winnebago and Roy's in his boxer shorts and his undershirt oh. and he's got all that garbage on that she brought out earlier in a bag. And he turns around and he's like, there's got to be some merit to some of this stuff. And she says, you know, as you once said, this is paraphernalia for the lost and desperate souls. And he's like, I've got the shanks. And she's like, uh, are you taking penicillin for that? Yeah. You know, and he's like, you know, and it, it's at that point, though, that you see that, like, he's super vulnerable, uh -huh. that it's, like, it's hard. You know, like, he's, he's, he's. You're supposed to be my shrink. You're well, not supposed makes, to laugh at me. He's falling comment, in love with so her. Does this visual fall under the doctor patient <laughs> confidentiality? You know, so, like, that, that whole scene right there, I'm just like, man, like, that's rough. Because, like, I've had, 
I've I played in the Bay County tournament once when I got the shanks on the fourth hole. Ripped a drive fourth hole at County is that sharp dog leg yep. left. Ripped a draw over the trees. Probably had sixty yards into the green, and I proceeded to grab my wedge and try to hit a low spinner into the uh, into the green, and I hit it dead right, almost to number one's tee box. Like it was just right <laughs> off the hosel, dead shank, and it was like in a, it was at that point that I hit another one on five. And after that, I just tried to only hit shots that I would never have to grab my wedge or my nine iron with, so I could take full swing. And scared of the clubs, yeah. Yes. And it was awful. Kristen was asking me about like why would uh, you know she's not a golfer. Like why would you go through this? What what's going on with them? Like it's a shank. That's a legitimate thing in golf. You just you get in your head, and all of a sudden you're just analyzing every yeah. little aspect of your grip. You follow through the heck the it is the crazy. pressure that you're putting on the club with your hands for the love of God. What's well, every sport? Every sport has it where the you ball just you're losing. get off. You're losing. It's <laughs> basketball. Look at what happened to Markel Fultz. Yeah, they couldn't even hit yep. a shot. He was the number one overall draft pick. It's amazing how thing. it is, and that's where it, like even quote, Rome's just walks away like, all right, you better work it out. <laughs> the quote comes. The quote comes right from that scene in, in that area. The shanks are like a virus. They just show up. <laughs> just show up. I, I wrote yeah. that one down. So I am I am so excited because now oh, I, I get to but your first pick. We're going snakes. We're going snake draft on this because I'm going to go I'm gonna trade favorite and scene, and I'm also going to have my favorite line right in there because we're, we're going to go favorite scene to favorite line, and I'm going to have a ton of honorable mentions because I I forgot how quotable uh, this movie Heck was yeah. with a lot of the different lines. But my favorite scene piggybacks off of yours with the shanks. You're this guy. <laughs> with the shanks. You're, you're, the, you're the guy that I know this. This underdog that just qualifies for the U.S. Open, uh, and you already look like a up. you already look like a bum. You, you got these you know Chico's bail bonds on your uh, shirt, like Woody's barbecue, and all these. You just look like people already think that you don't belong there. And then you get on the the driving range with all of these pros, and you you hit your shot, and like the the first shot and. The first part, I laughed so hard because he shoots it. And it's exactly what Pete talked about. Like, it goes right off your club and heads right down the right. And then, like, all the golfers are like, whoa, whoa. And then Costner doesn't even lose a beat. He's like, who hit who that, hit that shot? shot? He, like, takes a couple steps yeah. down the line. Like, he's indignant. We're supposed to be professionals here. <laughs> he's indignant about it. And then you can just, him and Rome's are going back and forth. It's like, gosh, dang it. He's like, what's going on here? And then I'm going to save it because it's my favorite line. I might as well know. No. Hits another one. Uh, and then it like ends up hitting a guy like off of a bounce. And then he's just losing. He's like, what the heck is going on? And Romeo is he's desperate. He's like, all right, put your change in your other pocket. Uh, you know, turn your hat around. Put a T behind your ear. He's like, I look like an idiot. And then I had to write it down because I laugh, and I, this is my dad's favorite line too. We we both laugh so hard uh, at this line, and every time I I had to rewind it twice uh, to watch it, where Romeo says it, he's like, "Well, what the hell do you think you look like sending them chili peppers up Lee Jansen's ass?" <laughs> <laughs> I love that line, and I we golf together. I I think we use it a couple oh, times a year. Oh, when you say sending those chili peppers up Lee Jansen's ass, I just <laughs> and it really was Lee Jansen. Lee that was Jansen will Lee Jansen ever be. Remembered just because he'll Freaking live in chili infamy. peppers, not the two, Legends, not the two US <laughs> heroes die, yeah. but chili peppers. <laughs> <laughs> heroes never die, but chili peppers live on. <laughs> so, uh, and then sure enough, it goes with what you talked about. He does look like an idiot, and then boom, hits that first shot and scrape, and it's exactly what Romeo talked. He's like, you weren't thinking about your shot. That was what was the best. You were thinking about how stupid you looked. He's like, oh yeah, my brain got in the ways. Never been a problem before. So <laughs> that's my favorite scene. My favorite scene and the favorite line uh, is is right in that scene. So I thought I'd double 
double dip chili dip. Nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, with, with that nice. one. So, chili uh, <clears throat> well, that was he said ch- a chili dipped it uh, in when he was breaking the clubs. Yep. So <laughs> I, I just like that Romeo switched it to, <laughs> to chili peppers. <laughs> so. Pete, your uh, favorite line. You know, before I hop on that guy, uh, I'm going to give you a Pete Remington story. Ooh, oh, so, right. so story actually, time. It's, it's probably Sit 19, the fire, kids. It's, it's a Remington <laughs> fireside chat because I'm as old as FDR. Um, <laughs> so there is a point where there used to be a bunch of uh, friends of mine that used to go up and uh, golf Gaylord or golf, uh, you know, fill in the blank. We would go head off and we would play 72 holes over the course of three days. We'd scramble it all to try to make it fair for everybody. And Gaylord was one of our top spots as it being like one of Michigan's meccas. And so we are at treetops playing the signature course. And uh, storm's coming in. It's it's late. We probably only have four or five holes left, but it's getting dark. Uh, there's a handful of times where carts are like zooming past us on a fairway because they're done. We you know We're playing for money, so we, we're trying to get this done. So there's a point where I'm standing up on the tee box, and I think it's like Joe Spahalski. Uh, maybe Mark Schultz, uh, maybe, I, I, I can't remember. I remember Joe Spahalski being there for sure. And the cart pulls up behind us. And we turn around and give him a little wave and then turn back around. And we're like, ah, oh, we're playing in a little scramble thing and we kind of got some groups strung together. So we're not, you know, sorry, we can't let you play through. Sitting behind me in that cart is Lee Jansen and Rick Smith. Rick Smith being the teaching pro out of treetops. And Lee Jansen. I was thinking to myself, if this oh is Lee God. Jansen behind you, I'm going to lose it. Yeah, <laughs> and it is. And it's Lee Jansen behind me. And, and you better have sent a chili pepper right <laughs> up his ass. No, 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 and so, I and I don't. Fired a shot I, at I turn around and I, I hit to, my Lee, drive. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hit my drive, and as I turn around to put the club in the bag, I look back and I'm like, I'm like, it's Lee Jansen. That's Rick Smith. And I'm thinking of Rick Smith. I don't think that's the no, different no, guy. It's, okay. No, the Duncan Dutchman. It wasn't the Duncan Dutchman. <laughs> so, like, as I'm driving away, I realize who it is. So, like, I rip the scorecard off, and I grab a pen, and I'm, like, oh. motioning, like, will you sign this? And they just kind of give me the wave, like, eh, see, you had... You had so he's d- David Sims when the camera's off. <laughs> you Lee were going to do a turnaround off No, the I, he was leaving because, like, the storm's coming in. They're leaving. And we're, like, I'm trying to catch him in the car. And, and please, please, yeah. Mr. Jansen, Mr. Jansen, could you pull over, please? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was, it was embarrassing at the same token. It would have been super cool to get his autograph. Heck yeah, it's U.S. Open champion. Yeah, you got to shoot oh. your shot. That's, I a, like that's it. a great Jansen story. So your favorite, uh, favorite Jansen line. Jansen favorite line. So, you know, a lot of it, a lot of times the favorite line does pair with the favorite. Yeah, uh, sure. So I actually split it up because I originally had best line and favorite scene was both of those things. And, um... I went for, okay, so I'm going to slide. My best line is when Roy is sitting after day three and he's sitting up there and you mentioned the whole shirt, you know, has all the logos yeah. on it and stuff like that. And uh, the reporter stands up. Actually, I looked it Jimmy up. Jimmy Roberts. Was it? Okay, so you know, I yeah. glanced at it. I'm like, is that, is, that a, is that a young Mitch album? <laughs> no. And uh, so I glance and I'm like, ah, I can't pull it. I can't pick him. But it's tip of the cap for you. Thank you, man. Thank you. So, uh, and he's being questioned I'm about going for it. You're going to go tip of the daps? Yeah. <laughs> so he's, you know, being questioned about going for it into yet again on the 18th hole. And he goes, uh, you think a guy like me worries about the percentages? And I was just like, that's it. That That's him. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. his. That whole little thing. He's like, Look whole at thing. me. Yeah. And that's what when he starts breaking down. Barbecue? He's like, that's great. Like and that's that's my favorite line. I, that's a good, that is an awesome line. I just noticed that, uh, you know, as many times as I've watched that, I that scene, for whatever reason, this last time really stuck out to me because you're like, you're right. He's, he's explaining that this, I'm a long shot. 
you don't think I can make it from there? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like he's, and you can almost like hear from that, his response to that, like, man, this guy's going to, he's yep. going to freaking go there for it, goes. it, isn't he? He's yep. going to go for it. He doesn't like people doubting him. It is amazing. You talked about it earlier. It's the first time seeing it. I know we're getting to that where we'll, we'll talk about it, but that ending was foreshadowed nonstop. Yeah. Oh, but absolutely. yet when you still watch it, you are expecting the, because the, they build it perfectly. And I, I think that's why you, you mentioned it perfectly earlier of, that's why this is such a classic yeah. and such a rewatchable is because it is one of those things. I wish that, there was an like an alternate uh, ending on the DVD, oh, just on the Blu-ray yes. release that you know that yeah. that it stays and he taps in and he gets the core. Give me the Disney oh, or give me the option of the Hollywood ending or choose where your I adventure. can yeah or like exactly, the or like exactly. the he lays up. And comes in second. Yeah, exactly. And Sims drives well, by flipping him off in his Corvette. Roy like Short that. game? You mean to tell me he can't go up and down for birdie yeah. the well, way he was putting that weekend? He, oh, he, he went, went up. Get to that. He, he went up and down for par on day one. Two, we, two, I have a whole question here in a second. Stick to the board. Stick to the board. Stick to the board. Stick to the board. So sorry. That's all right. That's all right. They're they're used to us spiking the volume on this one. So your favorite line? I know your favorite one saved. Well, no, I'd be shocked if you didn't go here. What? Well. The one I'm going to go with, keep it short and sweet. Keep shooting pars. You know, he's talking to Sims. That was my runner-up. Finish uh, it off. You know, keep shooting pars. I'll take 18 of them. And then Tin Cup, do it, and I'll own you. Yes. I just love that directness, that confidence. I mean, awesome. It's... Yeah, I just loved how he delivered it. And let me give you a secondary one. Yeah, well, we'll get into the honorable mentions because I have too many. Completely opposite with that one. This is uh, old Roy and uh, Renee. Uh, sex and golf are two things you can enjoy, even if you're not good at them. <laughs> so, yeah, I appreciated that quote, too. <laughs> There's so many good ones. Uh, when when he comes late to the U.S. Open. Oh, yes. Like, time for a quick bucket? I love time for, time he's for... standing at the tee box. Like, just did you guys that. ever get to the Buick Open? Like, have you guys yeah. been to oh, that? Yeah. Like, that first thing is, like, the whole thing. Like, I've watched Tiger Woods tee yeah. off down at Warwick Hills. And, like, they step up, and it's like, whether it's day one or day four, on the tee, uh, Tiger Woods hailing from yeah. blah, 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 Florida, winner of the blah, blah, blah. It, it, the one I was at, they were rattling off all the stuff all that the Tiger accolades. won. And he he turned around and went, that's enough. Yeah. And, like, everybody cheered to, like, the fact. But he was on seven or eight. I, I always say that before uh, <laughs> before scrambles. Time for a quick bucket. Time for a quick bucket. I love the quick bucket. I'm not, I'm not going to try and steal. I thought it was heralding from <laughs> Bay City, Michigan. <laughs> Pete Remington and the Sunshine Gang. Uh, a couple of other ones. This was, this was going to be a... A runner-up as well. When he took the shot at the David Sims scramble, when oh, Phil Mickelson yeah. and all those guys bet him, and he just couldn't finish it, he just had to do it. He had to prove that he was better than Sims and, and doing all of that. Uh, and right here, that shot was a defining moment. And when a defining moment comes along, you define the moment, or the moment defines, defines you. you. That's a, I feel like that poster needs to go up like on somewhere. It should be like a motivational hang in there with the cat on the branch type poster. I, I love that what, one. T- t- tin cup with the, the... Actually, that would be pretty solid. And then you just... It would be the... Like, that, it would be the ball on the green. Yeah. Where are we at with spoilers? How, what oh, we're we're going to talk about the end. All right, like, well, I have a whole thing. Did we already say gave the disclaimer? Did we already say hey? Like you know, I we told might the pause. We're right, good. I, just, I didn't it's know if it was a pause at the end or a pause right now or whatever. Well, here, spoiler well, alert. Go forward two well, minutes to jump on that gambling <laughs> thing. Just a quick little tidbit. 
there was some gambling done on the set. Oh, Phil Mickelson, you might have noticed in the movie. I, Pete, I think you probably yeah, seen I, this. Yeah, I, I did. They had uh, there was a was it a big a big tall tree or pine something. tree? It was big, a pine tree. Big pine tree. And uh, like, ah, nobody can, you know, hit it over that, especially, you know, putting the ball directly oh, in front lefty. of it. And, you know, money start going on the ground. The bets start getting larger and larger. And Phil, yeah, I can get it over it. Steps up, hits the shot. While it's in the air, leans down, picks up the money That's because amazing. it is clean over. Yeah. And before the ball hits the ground, Phil's already collecting his ends. And, and, to, and to make it, like, to get a better visual, too, is that he had to touch his shoulder to the pine tree and drop with his other oh, hands. So he was... Tidbit he was, on a tidbit. I like it. Tidbits on tidbits. <laughs> kernels on kernels. Oh, there kernels. we go. Kernels K, of knowledge. K squared. It It is... Uh, it's interesting looking at Phil how he has that good wholesome image. Oh my god! Like behind, the, did you hear the story recently? Yes, about that's how I was going to go with that one. Uh, oh, that go ahead. All right. Great. So, so Jake Owen, uh, country singer, um, uh, friend might, of the pod. You, he's a friend of the pod. Sure. Um, so he does. Uh, you know, he's was it Jake that looks at corner lounge. Jake's corner lounge. <laughs> Jake Owen uh, was a was a former professional golfer. And uh, got in an accident, busted up his arm, I think. So, in the or it was his leg. He, bu- he busted his leg, and so in the meantime, he started playing guitar. He had always kind of been a country boy, so and that's where he went, and that's you know what you know him from now. So he's at this wedding post the Tiger Phil it's like the week showdown, after, right? yep. and they're they're at the same wedding because the they know each other. Showdown, and uh, so in, in which you know Phil did win if you you know spent the money on that. So, with the, the twenty nine ninety nine, which which most people got to watch it for free, and Jake Owen goes off on Phil about this dumpster fire of a tournament. He's like, the two of you guys can't put three birdies together <laughs> in eighteen holes. I want my money back, and I'm clearing out all the f words that were dropped oh, yeah. in the actual quotes. And uh, Phil whips out a hundred, throws it at him, and goes here. Here's your here's your hundred. This should cover it. I just won ninety thousand of these, <laughs> as he had just won nine million dollars in covering that. Oh, that's awesome, Phil. Nice Phil. flex, Phil. I love it. It was good, good, good. Phil story. There, there's a lot of weekly Phil stories. I want to have these <laughs> weekly Phils. You're, you're filling you up with Phil. Uh, there's there's a lot though. I mean the just uh, the gust from the gods. We always use that oh, one when we're on the course. From the gods, I thought for right. sure you were going to go. Oh, looks like he's going with the old ricochet off the porta yeah, <laughs> when he hits it off the porta potty. Uh, but yeah, the do it in Oni is good. The it won't always be this way, you know. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Where she just finally accepted him as he is. I mean, as a waffle just, boy. Whew, I got one of my, my favorite lines boy. in there. Is uh, is in the little restaurant lounge area after he fires his day one eighty three, and there there he's sitting there just just busted because you know he was up at three a.m. doing his last shot because Romeo thought it was a good idea to get all bombed up the night before because he was like I had to tee off in four Ooh, hours. That should have been a here's to the finely tuned athlete on the verge of greatness. So he's sitting at the bar there, and David Sims like comes in. He's you know glad handing all his buddies, and then he's he. he makes it look like he's going to go off to the left but he sees he sees Roy sitting up at the bar so he goes up and you know sits next to him and goes uh you know a, a great ball striker like yourself how does he manage an 83 <laughs> And like you know, he's sipping on this beer, and he goes, "Well, I missed a four-foot putt on 18 for an 82." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, and last thing, kind of going off of that part, because that was that scene where he 
makes this great four iron shot, a uh, hooded four iron to hooded hit the iron. with the, the pelican stick. Yeah, just pulled the, off the wall. Is the decoration. Uh, I love in that scene how Gary McCord is announcing into the soda <laughs> dispenser. The it's like, will somebody get that guy to shut up? And he like keeps talking. He's like, I don't know if he's going to be able to pull. He's like talking to nobody. He's talking Rolls, to himself. Will we get that guy down, please? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fun fact about that one. Fun fact: Sail away, sail away. McCord and Peter Costas oversaw the golf aspect. Like, put two guys that are in charge. Uh, McCord was the guy in the mic, like our David Faraday yep. now. Same type of scenario back then. And uh, that shot, in essence, is a Gary McCord shot that happened during a rainout in a hotel room, out of a out of a sliding window, across the pond to get a pelican to fly off of a stool. Yeah, that's amazing. And so, it's like, it, so as McCord <laughs> is sitting there, like it was his idea, like, yeah, let's just throw this in there. Something oh, I did. So cool. I, yeah. I actually did it. Yeah, good kernel of information. I like it, Pete. Attaboy. It's, it is a good one. So this is. I'm interested to see where people go. Are we going chalk here? Are we going right down the line? Best performance. Who wins the movie? Who wins? We you got? It's between the four. It's obviously Kevin Costner, uh, Rene Russo. I think Cheech. I would throw in there. And I, I would. We've been talking about David Sims as Don Johnson. Uh, and one hundred percent. I I think he definitely gets thrown in that conversation because he is a, a good villain. I think it has to be best performance. I, I mean, you can go Costner if you really want to do it. Hey, who's your favorite band? The Beatles. Well, big risky choice there. <laughs> so if you want to go Costner, go Costner. I'm going to I'm gonna jump in with my first pick, by the way. If you go with Earl. If you go with Earl. <laughs> I mean, that TCU shirt, <laughs> the, the white really? sweat. He tried to carry right the bag. 15 holes, I think he said he got it through. <laughs> but I'm going Cheech. I think Cheech. I want to look at a movie. If you took this person out of it, is it the same? I like actually the person I have recast for this. I think Ooh. you might be able to, but Ooh. I think if you took Cheech out of Steve this and Carell? just put a generic, <laughs> 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 you just put a generic person. I don't think it has it has the same uh, it has the same effect because he you know he gives it to you with the comedy, he gives yeah. it to you with the seriousness, and then he shows that he really cares about uh, old Roy. He's, they've been so, together for a long time. For me, Costner aside, I'm going Cheech. Yeah. Give me some Cheech. Some great throwaway lines. Oh, you just threw that into the spa. You just threw that into the milk. Spa. When throws the milk out. <laughs> or the fact that he's walking out there, because I was watching it last night with Peter, and he's like, is he cleaning the glasses in that tub? Yeah, absolutely. In that, in that, it's in the spa. Yeah, it's in the spa. And then how about at the, at the very end, he ends with a little mariachi dance yes. with the, uh, the stripper. Yeah, it is. There you go, Cheech. If that's not winning the movie, I don't know what is. <laughs> Actually, I thought you were going to go with the stripper. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> your your best performance. It actually is Cheech. It is the Double heart. Yes. It's the heartbreaking wow. scene. Like, like Roy. Yes. Did you win an Oscar? Yeah, yeah. You won an Oscar. It wasn't for acting. Directing. But but it was for directing. And you know, I feel kind of like I feel like Kevin Costner could be recast. I'm going to do my best Ooh, at it. But wow. I'm looking. But but I'm looking at Cheech. Uh, in that heartfelt scene of him breaking those clubs, in that you can almost yeah. feel like he's going to cry a little bit. Yes. You know, they've been together for a really long time. He knew that he blows up. Yep. He's blowing up here. This is like kind of not just Costner's, not just Roy McAvoy's chance to get up and out. This is both of them because yeah. he's going to be on the bag all of his life, and oh, like, yeah. and if he can make he's it, that means we both win a bago. Yeah, top bunk. New Winnebago. New Winnebago. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely 
Oh. Is yours the oh, Texas yeah, was Tornadoes? Is it no, the... Yeah, I, 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 I had them written down, but the Texas Tornadoes did not make the cut, even though a little bit was better than nada. I, I, I'm going chalk. I have to go Costner. Yeah. I... I don't see Beatles guy. anybody nice. else in that one. It's <laughs> there's, uh, there's a vanilla ice cream guy. Hey, fans. cup, don't make that shot. <laughs> Take the <laughs> drop next and to the water hazard. <laughs> there it is. You got your karaoke. <laughs> that was amazing. I kind of want you to do a couple more verses. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, there's Remember, a hate Remember, an 11 gets you DQ'd. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's it. Into the water with your fifth ball. Fifth ball. Sorry, all right, sorry. All right, we'll, we'll finish that. That could be a separate track that we drop. Uh, let's say we get 10 shares of the Facebook. We'll make a whole Hey Jude, Hey Cup uh Song Christmas little. with the popcorn gang. We'll, we'll be releasing it this year. <laughs> oh, Spidey Bells from Into the Spider-Verse. So uh, it has to be Costner for me. He's just so effortless in these baseball movies, these sports movies. I even look at drafting. I just, there's something about the relaxed nature of Costner's acting that I just always enjoy. And he yeah. just, it's effortless charisma is what you see with, with him in this role and it's just he's funny, he's vulnerable, but he still has that swagger. Absolutely. He still when he makes the big shots and, and holds the and arm up. He's and, a golfer. They didn't have to like splice no. in professionals to for these shots. Like a lot of these shots were Don's. A lot of these shots yeah. were Costner's, right. except for a couple of, uh, that you know you, you hear during casting of the Friday nights at uh, Don and yeah. Cheech's place got pretty uh, got pretty crazy. So those Saturday night uh, shots they had to, a little rough. They had to, yeah, they, Lee Jansen was uh, putting them <laughs> putting them on the green for them. Yeah. So uh, the, I I like it though. I, I can't argue with the Cheech. Well, I, of course. I agree with that. And better now. Uh, this is that those four though were were cast well. I, I'm very excited to see our recast here in a second, but. Let's get to the salty scenes first. Let's uh, salty scenes. If you're joining us for the first time, obviously we're picking movies that we love here, the the movies that you need to see before uh, you're done. That's why it's a bucket list movie. So there's always a little too much salt though. Sometimes there's this, we call them salty scenes because even a, a good batch of popcorn, some of those bites could be a little too salty. So our salty scenes are scenes that just we had a little bit of an issue from. Pete has five pages that he yeah, sifted through. You can so, hear him sifting uh, through. I it think right we here. let Pete Listen go. To all this, Pete. Let's go let Pete go last because I'm sure he'll have a lot to to pick from. As, <laughs> uh, turn, turn down the volume. That's a lot of page ruffling that we have here. Pete, uh, uh, page three, section four. That's uh, yeah. You, would you like to start with your? Yeah, that's didn't have a whole lot. I never have a whole lot of salt. Good lord, a lot of butter on my popcorn. But uh, the <laughs> one, <laughs> the problem I had, and I feel like I'm gonna be in the majority here, is the bat and shovel golf match against. Mm, what, was I this, like that was, scene. That's was interesting. This guy, that, yeah. Was this guy a, go, a course pro? He was like he must have been a doofus because that's how Roy won his car. Winnebago. Or was it the Winnebago? He yeah, was betting the car on but this one. But with actual clubs, like, can you imagine playing with somebody? I'd I'd play Tiger Woods if he was given a shovel and a Louisville Slugger to beat me. Because there is no way you mean to tell me. At oh, 18 I was going to go the opposite. Eighteen holes, he's throwing the little pink lady up, and he's not going to nub one. I don't know. I, I mean, I, even if you hit a C nine single, you're still getting a good two hundred yard drive. He's using a shovel. Bunker. I don't want any. I don't it's want any scooping. I want to see a legitimate shot. About tiger, so. And they show one. They show one hole. Four shots. They show four shots. So 
I don't think okay. there's any way that he can beat this bum. I mean, even you, it's Eddie, and he's he's got to be somebody because yeah, he's what? betting cars. I, he's I'm with you. Winnebagos. I don't know if that. Now thinking about that, that scene might not be needed. I, uh, even the whole scene itself, you might give not him, even need. Give it. him well, one. Was, but the you reason, could have done this with like but then I have. You would have I done have it a, twice. But have, the reason he did it was to go get clubs out of Hawk. Yeah. Which I don't even know if it was original clubs that he went and got back out of Hawk. Yeah, I don't know. Because I do know. So like, fun facts about 1996. Roy is in this U.S. Open using persimmon woods. Did you Actual see those woods? woods? What was the woods? Wood, 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 wood woods. <laughs> And, and so, like, also, 1986 was the dawn of the title as 975, which was, like, I had the three-wood of that after working at the golf course. And, uh, like, that was that was the start of, like, you see everybody rolling the title as, you know, 9, yeah, the 10, 9, 15. No, like, like, the birth that came out around that time as well. But it was, like, that was the dawn of, uh, like, the tailor-made bubbles and stuff mm. like that it was just before that range as well. Like so the like brown uh, tailor made that that, yeah. th- that bubble yeah. that the bubble was the shaft was a was it but it was like I, I think that's what he was playing him for was he knew he had a place to go get money. Um, but well, yeah. no, but I am totally it, with you with like, like the. There's no way that's yeah. Maybe you can eh, all right. You, you hit it on the nose and you got a two. I feel like if I was that guy, I would have been like. Uh, you don't get to pick up the ball until you're on the That's green. That's what I was wondering. Like, what are you picking it up and throwing? He's just allowing yeah, it? Yeah. Like, you, you think that, maybe, you maybe think that, that pink little wussy ball is going to intimidate me? <laughs> might have been the... the might have been the uh, putt for sure. Might have been the rules. Might have been the Driver rules. Driver showing putt for no. I do oh, like look, the laugh he made. I do like the laugh he made when yeah. he uh, made that putt with the end of the rake. My salt. The score during that whole montage is wonderful yeah. too. Yeah, oh, I agree. <laughs> it is good. My my salt. I have a I have a couple. I actually I'm usually with you. I don't have a ton of salt, but I, I really didn't like the headphones on at the qualifier. I don't feel like that was needed. I don't Highly get, illegal. Is that, is that right? You can't. Patrick can't have outside devices. Patrick yeah. Reed's not listening to Imagine Dragons when he's, uh, you know, yeah. in the Masters. <laughs> that's after. That's on the driving range. So I didn't like that. Uh, I, I also Patrick didn't Reed's like. Listen to something awful. Let's be honest. No, it's Imagine Dragons. Is it? Yeah, that's what no, they so talked about. That's why Nick Faldo, when he makes yeah. the putt, go back and watch it. When he makes, he's like, "Welcome to the new age." I'm picturing Patrick Reed listening age. to like Coldplay or something. <laughs> just, just me, though. But the other, the other two that I had, I didn't like that he had the shanks that bad. Like I can see hitting it off a little bit to the right, but I mean, like that bad the of shanks nerves, to not figure it out. The nerves up. You know you're coming range. in with the shanks. Yeah, and the driving range, the they weren't dead right. They were Volkswagen yeah. ball shaker Like, you right. missed the ball and hit it with the toe of your club. It's to the, go it's that the hosel. Way. So, I, I'm fine, but the I guess you hosel. have to I guess you have to go have it. Go, go, look it. <laughs> go look it up. Focus. Uh, I, I guess we, you know, could look at, yeah, maybe. But, I mean, and it's, once again, it's knowing the game, I guess, a little bit that maybe gets that a little bit. The other one. I didn't like the fact that when they go off the shot off the water closet, when he shoots it off, he bets Gary McCord $50 that he's going to put it on the green. The ball never got to the green. No, it didn't. It comes up short. You can see the green cut. It's on the fringe. Like, it's a great shot. It's still an amazing shot, but he never put it on the green. that got on the green. And even oddly enough, too, in that shot, because I rewound it to watch it, it actually, like, hits and squirts under that fence a little bit, then goes hosing down. I was like, if you're the, what did that be, the the director of this, or is that the producer that oversees that? Director. So the director's looking at this, and he's like, 
uh, can you do another one where it actually gets up on the green? Can somebody roll great. it farther, yeah, please? Yeah, can, can we someone throw it to make it look that way? I thought it went on the green. No kidding. No. There's always continuity. Like, when you look at goofs on IMDb, yeah. I shocked at how many goofs are in every movie with continuity or somebody like somebody could be holding a pen in one scene in the right hand and then it's in the left yeah. hand in the next and they do have continuity directors and continuity people that mm. that is their job like they will make notes uh bloodstain was on the right pocket of right three inches down pen. like that's where it needs to be when we start shooting tomorrow uh so they always do things like that but I, that that was it that's my salt wow i can't believe i missed that actually yeah because I was like, well, well, it's just water such a great class where you don't think it would actually ricochet off hard enough or what? No, such no, a great that's shot. That's, you just focus <laughs> I, I, on that. I agree. Um, All salt. Right. Morton. So, Let's I, go to Morton. I live in the salt. And, uh, we got 45 it, it minutes. Opened, <laughs> <laughs> it opened with salt for me. Uh, you know, so Texas, uh, dry, arid, and armadillos everywhere. I mean, I think the armadillo Texas is at a place, yeah, right? Yeah. So. Uh, they start off with this armadillo. That's your focus of the movie is that it starts off with this little thing making its way across the road and through some bushes and it ends up at Roy's uh, driving range. And then it goes to armadillo vision where it's just like this little eyeballs checking back and forth as it goes through the weeds. And it's like two <laughs> seconds. And yeah, I was like, that, get, get that out of there. Um, and I would say the next two uh, salt, and that's all throughout there. Actually, I, I had Dave's one. It was, it was the, uh, maybe you would call it continuity. I don't know if I'd call it that. It would be the golf coach in me. Um, uh, the golf ball on 18, when they announce, uh, yeah, like, uh, you know, if this is the last one, if he can't hit it up on the green, uh, if he can't play this ball out, he's disqualified. No, you can, you can borrow. You can get golf balls from other players. Really? That's legal. You cannot borrow golf clubs. You cannot borrow information. Uh, so if information. I run out of balls, I, I can, can turn get, around I can and say, Rory, you. ball. Yeah. Ran out. <laughs> you, I, I could feed you golf balls the whole time. That's not a violation of any oh. rule. See, but I didn't know that, and that's where I think for the masses to build up the drama. I don't sure. think that that's interesting. Yeah. Good, good. That is good to know. It's good to know if I'm. Pete's points. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you coach high school golf. Eventually, somebody runs out of a golf that's ball. That's true. Not on my team. It's on the other teams. So let me ask you: Do you know for sure that that's not a USGA rule, or is that maybe just a high school because they don't expect we, we, you have? We're governed by yeah. the USGA, Wesley. Wow. Wesley, we're governed. I stand corrected. You got to question my green jacket next. <laughs> I am a member. Reprehensible. <laughs> reprehensible. That's a, that's there, it best there, it there it is. There it is. There it is. Reprehensible. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> The other, the other, uh, it's early. Renee, <laughs> Renee Russo shows up for a lesson. Uh, and she shows up. She's got all the garbage, yada, yada, yada. He says, this is, you know, for the yep. lost and desperate. And he says, just hit the ball. And he throws down a golf ball on the ground and she's holding a driver. That's your first lesson as a coach is to throw a ball on the ground in Texas desert ground and say, Let's see what you got. Well, no, she whiffed. The ball wasn't even teed up. You got maybe he was trying to tell her you should never start the driving range round with a driver. You should always uh, go small and work up. Huh? A meaning within a meaning. I will add. I, I will piggyback <laughs> that though. That when we were at the range yesterday or two days ago with the boys, uh, we all go up to the range. Kids start hitting a few balls. You know, we got the we got the we got the fifty-five gallon drum up there. Yeah. Kids are grabbing balls, start hitting. And I can look around, and I see my number one golfer, Cole Parks, and uh, he's got wedge. 
and he's he's smoking wedge after wedge and i looked down at the first timers ever coming up to varsity and they're all teeing up driver <laughs> and i went cool what you hitting there and he goes wedge i went why you do that he goes so i can get loosened up before i hit the big one smart man yeah and before so, you let the big dog eat yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, I think those are fair salts uh, that you you put out there. Now it's time for the main event. Oh, hold on a second time. here, Dave. Oh, let me let me toss right. a couple of tips. Yes, right. Let me yes, toss this is a couple kernels. A couple kernels. I've got kernels as well. And uh, a couple casting what ifs. I know you got a couple, yeah. Yes. I I got one for you. I didn't uh, I didn't find a whole ton. I found a couple. But let me give you a quick casting what if, and then let me give you a couple kernels of yes, info. Yes, yes. So my uh, casting what if, Dennis Quaid, Dave. Boy, he would have been good. Turned down the role of David Sims. And I, uh, I mean, they, they, they knocked it out of the park yeah. with Don Johnson. Great choice. But you can definitely see oh. Dennis Quaid in there. And I think he would have, you wouldn't have missed a beat. In fact, we, if they had Quaid in there and they said Don Johnson turned down this part, I think we'd be kind of talking in the same light about that. The other one that I found for David Sims, Pierce Brosnan. They wanted Pierce Brosnan. Man. A run by fruiting? Yeah, a run by chili peppering? I mean, it plays that kind of role a little bit in Doubtfire. Yeah. Like, yeah, he can do it. But I guess you're playing the British angle on that. Yeah. This is Bernhard Lander. Yeah, I guess for part of it. Yeah. Uh, as, uh... Uh, so that I like that. And the other... Do you have any other casting? No, that was, I the, had the, other that was one. the one. Was John Leguizamo, Johnny Legs for Cheech. Gosh, I love that. I, I think that I think John would have been. I think okay, at I think that time though, young. you're you're picking uh, you're picking Mexican actors. You're flipping a coin between Cheech Marin and John Leguizamo, though. and it yeah. seemed like a lot of Leguizamo, times Leguizamo, Leguizamo like, fresh was, off of being Benny Bronco <laughs> from the or Benny Blanco from the Bronx. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, what was that the? Was the movie with Swayze and Wesley Snipes? Oh, too long. Uh, too long. Too long. They seen that. That's they're like, we're gonna pulled. go with Cheech. We're gonna go with Cheech. Actually, after that, John. I can't believe too long. We made it on this podcast. <laughs> A couple of uh, kernels of info here, Dave. You know, Don Johnson and uh, Costner, good friends. Actually, before this, Don Johnson was actually cast to play a personal favorite movie of yours that you show in your uh, classroom yearly. You said, yeah. He was cast to play Elliot Ness. Really? In The Untouchables. He actually couldn't do the role. Scheduling conflict. So he passed the oh, part along to his good buddy, Mr. Kevin Costner. Boy, I, was, I don't know if I could see Don neither, Johnson in, as Elliot Ness. I feel like they're similar... I, mean, I see him. Guy, I see him on a big cigar. Maybe yeah, you're, you're seeing, you're seeing I see the, him in the, the Marlboro Man and, up and you don't know. Harley <laughs> Davidson and the Marlboro Man. But I, that's that is very interesting. I, I, I was shocked when I seen it. And the last one I'm going to throw out at you. So uh, PGA Tour players, obviously, there are a lot of them in uh, Tin Cup. The agents wanted a 50k fee for them to show up there on set. Good God! And uh, you know the director. Uh, what's the director's Ron name? Shelton. Ron, Ron Shelton. Ronnie Shelton's like, you know, we got. 600 bucks for these guys, the old SAG minimum. And uh, so Gary McCord, the legend, and this guy was all over the kernels of information that I came across, by the way. So McCord had the idea. He's like, you know what? I'll call up all the players' wives, offer them a dinner with Kevin Costner and Don Johnson. And the catch, if you want to come to the dinner with Kevin Costner and Don Johnson, your husband's got to be on set one day. He's like, the result, we got oh 35 gosh. players, yeah. four U.S. Open winners, and all they got was the SAG minimum. That's <laughs> amazing. I saw that little, I, I read that as well, like Corey Pavin like, was like, I still get like a monthly check yeah, for $1.80. Yeah, buck 80. 
Which that, that leads into a couple of my Tip kernels. Of 1996, this movie comes out. Corey Pavin won the U.S. Open in yep. 1995, the year before. He was the Open champion. Uh, also, another fun fact about Corey Pavin. Wes will appreciate this one. He's uh, so small in stature that yeah. when <laughs> actually when uh, the U.S. Open was at Bethpage Black, he's ripping driver and he wasn't making it to the fairway on every one of them. Wow. Yeah, that was that's how deep that course that's, was. That was the tiger proofing of course. That was when they started point. making things so stupidly deep that Tiger couldn't run away with something brand new. That people that normally just struck the ball, you know, 260, 270 weren't getting they weren't getting you know, to the fairway. Jeez. Didn't have enough carry, yeah. It was crazy. And I'm not talking to everyone, but I'm yeah. saying like there's holes well, where a professional golfer prefer- that just won the US Open can't carry and get there. Um 1996, US Open was played. Oakland Hills Country Club, Ooh, nice. Greenfield Hills, Michigan. Fun fact. Nice. And also in our, in that uh, down the line when uh, Roy sends one down uh, Lee Jansen's backside. I don't swear. Um, <laughs> uh, Johnny Miller standing there. Oh yeah. Johnny Miller holds the U.S. Yeah, well, Open. He know? He's only won two of them. He's in the lowest round. Nineteen seventy three, shooting a sixty three, lowest round. Man. So when they round, so. No, Roy beat him in there. Didn't he shoot a 62? He went 83-62. Yes. Yes. No. No. I thought he went 63. He went 63 because he... he uh, 83-62. Best round and He would have had history. a 62. Yeah, let's, let's, All right, ooh, we'll see. We'll see. Ooh, hey, correct be, us out there. Be, yeah, yeah, I'd love to hear it. It could be on that. So, Agree to disagree. Main event. Great kernels. Great kernels. I, I. That's always the fun parts. The what ifs. The, yep. the little tidbits of knowledge that happens on a movie set. Main event. Here we go, baby. Recast. We're, we're going with the four main ones, really the only four that you do. Uh, and this is the this is what the order I'm putting out there. I want to go, let's go Don Johnson first. Got it. Then let's go Russo. Then let's go Cheech. And then let's go Costner. I think that's going to be the See, lineup that I had that we Russo written with. down as Dr. Lady. Is that all right? Yes. <laughs> okay. yes. Uh, Dr. Molly Griswold. <laughs> the Dr. Lady. Clark, so, Clark's sister. What, what do you think? What You want to start? Do we want yeah, to let me it kick it off. Are you going to go I, uh, all four or are we going to go one character at a time here? What do you think? Ooh, let's Serpentine. Go, yeah, let's Down go enough. one at a time. All right. All right. And I, uh, going off of the Tin Cup movie success, I knew I had a big budget for my cast. So oh. you're going to... Okay. You're going to have some familiar names here. Big I budget. I spent the money. <laughs> so, number four, or the first casting that we're doing, right? Donnie? Yeah. 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 Donnie Johnson. Crossed out a couple of names. The one I landed on, and who's going to lead me into the 18th green, is Mr. John Ham. I'm going Johnny Ham as my Don Johnson. I can see the body type, the smugness. He's got that look that looks like he's, you know, it's John Ham. That's unbelievable. Works the I had John Ham down. John oh, Hamm. Hamm. I can't believe that. Tell that's me amazing. that's not a good cast. What, what's amazing, Potter, Potter <laughs> I'm have to switch. is I'm that you switch. cannot see Dave's face. When, when Wes threw out John Hamm, Wes is, Wes is kind of like reveling in his own, uh, what he's about to say. <laughs> Dave's face went as sour as oh. sour could possibly go. I love Well, because it's a great recast. And what a pick. It's Man, a, I, he what, really fits your thought. Why did you go with John Hamm? I'm curious. Well, because you're looking at Don Johnson, you know, he's... Because it rhymes he's, with Don. <laughs> right, Don, Don, Don John? Donnie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you just, you look at how, uh, you know, 
Don Johnson carries yeah. that role. Just he's got that smugness, good-looking chap. You don't want a guy that's overly built. Not going to put the rock in there or somebody. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, you know, even Mark Wahlberg, you yeah. know, smaller build, but he still he doesn't fit that part. So you need a guy, nice, clean cut. Yeah. Put him in a pair of khakis, golf outfit. I'm telling you, John John Hammond killed that role. Well, I mean, that's I'm, I'm out of the way already because I can't even think of one that I would recast. I spent a lot of time on that. It felt good, but great, great pick. Yeah, I wrote I, that I down on the way 100%. out here. That's no. a, <laughs> yeah, that, that explained the the pen light in the mouth the whole way out here. It's good. It's very good. Very good recast. That, that's also my. Uh, David Sanders. Yes, job. Oh, why right. did, you, why did you pick him? Why did you want him, Dave? Uh, the same reasons that Wes said. I, I just his see his chin. He's got the smugness. He does have that. that he, he can play that smugness, but you still like him. Yeah. Like when I, a likability factor. I love Madman, as you can see in the collection. And the he, baby driver. He can, and even Baby Driver too. Like he's a villain in that, but you still kind of yeah, like him. Yeah. And he just has that likability, which I think Don Johnson pulls off in this movie. Like even though he's the quote-unquote villain, you don't. Hate David Sims. There you do. Like, I mean, he doesn't like old you people, like him. Well, kids, you know, and dogs. Yeah, does he? Do, you don't David Sims ask for your autograph at your work? No, you don't find he, this is his office. Well, he did once. <laughs> super quick tidbit. <laughs> Donnie hasn't been up to Super much. quick tidbit because I know we're getting long, but it was uh, the Coster parents were the grandparents. Uh, really? I found that out by watching the credits last night. So then I went and looked. I'm like, I wonder if that's oh, his So parents. there's credits, non-Marvel movies? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> and then uh, the little boy was Kevin Costner's son. Yeah. So oh. the, the holding the dog when it's oh, the Sims awesome. trifecta of great... hates old people, kids, and yep. dogs. And yeah, that was the Costner family. family. All right, well, <laughs> John Hamm's mine for uh, really the, the same reasons room. that you said. So All right, so uh, I'm going to roll you're with... You're done. So I am rolling villain because I did not like David Sims. I didn't like his smugness. I didn't like how he carried himself. Sean the, the, Bean. The arrogance. Uh, yes. Um, so I went with Rogue One, Dark Knight, Bloodline, New Robin Hood, newest Captain Marvel, Talos, one Ben Mendelsohn. Ooh, oh, yeah. Okay. I can definitely see that. I the like new, that a lot. The New Robin Hood. What? Like the most recent one that yeah, just yeah. came out? Okay, yep, yeah, I got gotcha. you. The Sheriff of Nottingham. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, he just, he's always, you know, the, the funny part is. No, oh, it took me a little bit to get his face. I when, got gotcha. you. <laughs> when, uh, when we went and saw Captain Marvel, my wife, so I don't Ready talk, Player One as well. Yeah, yeah. Jo and Jody threw that at me as well when I when I tried to bounce stuff off of her. Uh, as soon as I see that guy, I see villain. I always yeah, like, so I, agree. I so, and, okay, so now I'm not the people that were at your viewing, Wes, of uh, of us, but I am the guy that has no problem leaning over and whispering into your ear about something, and Jody absolutely hates that I do that, and there was a point that as soon as I saw him on screen, I leaned over and went, that's the villain, he always plays one, so, something cheesy to her, and she just kind of gave me this look like, will you quit talking to me? So then I leaned over to Henry and I went, that's the villain, he always plays <laughs> yeah. one, and Henry went, yeah, and so I, I knew like, who, all right. I, I knew who to, lead to this and guy. I knew who to talk to for <laughs> the know, rest of the movie. I could absolutely see him in that role, so there we oh, go. Actually, I think it's a heck of a choice, too. To John's and a Ben. Oh, uh, and another little fun fact was, another part of why I chose him was that he had done TV acting forever, and Don Johnson's... He TV started actor. Yeah, he was a TV actor. Nineteen seventy. Well, I would like to go with my heart from <laughs> nineteen eighty four to ninety. The little Jan Hammer. You know, Cheech and Don started Nash Bridges that same year. I just said Nash Bridges. But the same. <laughs> they, Nash. They started at the same year as Tin Cup. 96. Yeah, afterwards, right? Yeah. Look at that. Pods got a new pods. Uh, so speaking of, let's go, uh, Renee Russo for our next one there. The Doctor Molly Griswold. 
Who'd you go with? No, it's you. We're serpentining. We're going back to you. Yeah, that that way. Uh, you didn't get. I don't, you didn't get I don't to say the same it. thing as you again. I'm gonna pass. Oh, oh here's pass. why. Ah! And here's why. Because my uh, my Rene Russo has to be tied to my Kevin Costner, uh, because of you'll see. I'll, 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 I'll so my mine are coming back together. Mine are together, so that's where you'll have to just wait. All right. That's Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise. Right? <laughs> I can already let me, see it. Let me out <laughs> the cock, cup. Let me out the cock. Sprints to the first team. <laughs> take, the, <laughs> take the drop, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my doctor lady is, and like I said, high-priced budget. We're going to go with some uh, some familiar names. I'm going Jennifer Garner as my doctor lady. You can, you can see her yeah. in that. She's obviously a... Tr- very attractive. She's gonna fit that role, and you can see her with that uh, oh, that little bit of intellectual humor. Yeah. side, the humor side, but then also like the uncertainty. You got a little bit, a little taste of that in the thirteen going on thirty. Yeah. So I, I really feel like she could fill that role oh, nicely. That is a good pick. and definitely pair up with who I got Ooh. with my cast. All right, all right. It's funny like that it. you guys. So like, it's funny that you put it off that you wanted to pair them together. I didn't think about it like that. I oh, don't think you I got, did it. They got to look good together. It's so I weird because like, so like, what I looked at it was like, all right, this is nineteen ninety six. And, like, Kevin Costner just came off of winning an Oscar, but he wasn't for acting, but he'd been in a bunch of things. So that's kind of the route that I was trying to go with with uh, my Roy. I like that. And the same idea with her was, like, Renee didn't do a whole lot. You know, Major League, Lethal Weapon, In the Line of Fire. Like, she did a handful of movies. I didn't know she did In the Line of Fire. Nice. But then she comes out and does this and kind of a fade to black, and then Thor comes out. Um, So I kind of went with somebody that... Was TV oriented, has a little peppering of movies. Thinking like this, and I and I go with Kristen Wig. Oh, oh yeah! Oh, you're really, I was getting ready to Google the person you said. No, I was looking because like Wig. One thing I got from it was that she's she's smart that she has chosen another career. She was a real estate person in the beginning, then switched over to you know being a psychoanalyst. And you get Wig, and like she's always quirky Mm -hmm. and can play that 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 quirkiness of the whole thing big time. That's a great. Yeah, that is a good choice. And she's got the acting chops. Kristen Wiig does. She can do that. But obviously, we think of her as that comedic role. Mm-hmm. But I like that one a lot. You uh, stay tuned for my Russo. So uh, you're really giving them as a pair. At I the have very, to. This I is have all, to. This is awesome. I have to. Uh, and, and you'll see why. You'll see why. In a little <laughs> I have <bit>. better. <laughs> so this was a tough one. Teach, I, yeah. I, would you want me to go first since I skipped? Yeah, all yeah, the yeah other absolutely. We're say, making up we the had, rules as we say, go now. We give us one cast. My maybe? cheat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so nothing, I, got I got nothing, nothing original. Nothing Dave. on the board. Nothing. Nothing's on the board. My cheat. I will Cheetle. I'm keeping it in the chip oh. line. <laughs> I think Don Cheetle would be great. You go. You go from a, a an Avenger to a caddy on a golf pro. <laughs> I love it. Don, Don love Cheadle it. is he's a mentor. Look look at him in the Family Man. He guides Nicolas Cage's character and, <laughs> oh, and guides him well. Uh, Nicely you, done. You look at him. I mean, he plays bit parts. I mean, and even in the Avengers. You don't get offended by my <laughs> you I love cheats. Donnie Cheats, you put him in anything. I I like Don Cheadle because one, obviously he can play serious. Yeah. But he's really funny. Look at him in Oceans. You look at him in oh, other man, parts. You can really see him. I can almost see him with that little hat on. Yeah. We're in Deep Rubble. Yeah, right. Or no, Deep Barney. Barney Rubble. Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I think Don Cheadle could pull off the funny parts. I think he could pull off uh, the serious parts for 100%. sure. And I think he could go toe to toe. Uh, with the golfer, with your Roy, uh, with, with my Roy. So, 
I, 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 think I can't Don wait Cheadle. to see how this all comes together with your cast. I think I'm Donnie Cheeds. <laughs> Donnie Cheeds. I, I love him in this role. It's hard to hate that Don Cheeds. Just have to change his name. <laughs> maybe, maybe wouldn't it be Romeo? I think Michael. Why, Romeo? Absolutely. Little Romeo. He was a great rapper. He was, he <laughs> Masterpiece go with kid. Yeah, shout Romeo out. Romeo and Juliet, I guess, perhaps. So, uh, Pete? I, so Pete the Cheech. I, what you got? <laughs> that was that was tough too because like Cheech wasn't in a ton of stuff other than no. like Up in Smoke. Yeah, and, other than the know, Cheech and Chong movies. Yes. I remember it a lot. Well, yeah, but it was like well there there was a handful of, there was a handful of you know movies. Like what's funny part is when you go to there and check it out, and you look at the stuff, you're like, oh, I actually remember when yeah. he, the, you know another shrimp on the Barbie and he's in that. Like you see some of these titles, and you're like, good god. So I went for somebody that hadn't hasn't gone major, but he's he's probably a little bit more major than I'm selling him, and I want that quirkiness. I want the hair for it. I want the little yeah, high voice. I want I want me some Charlie Day. Oh, oh man. Man, that's a really good cast. I yeah. Because I think that'd be perfect for I that. just haven't seen Charlie Day be serious in anything. Well, that'd be the only problem. Because you could, like, boy. his high voice is such, it's like the. But when, you could see him spazzing like out of the car. It's like gets angry. Him, it's like a comedic yo. pitch. I, I was just like, Charlie Day. Yeah, I, I was saying, like, you would have to kind of reshape maybe the, the role a touch. To Man. fit his spazziness, I would but I pay, absolutely love it. I would pay good money for a ticket just to hear Charlie Day in the Charlie Day voice tell <laughs> your scented chili peppers up Lee James. 100%. I would lose like, give me, that. Give me, give me a, like a 30-minute YouTube like clip of them just remaking it. <laughs> like, give me some, yes, Do it, Charlie. I love it. Do it. I love it. Great oh, pick. Great pick. Heck, yeah. You're uh, Ro- Romeo. Boy, I don't, coming off of two great choices here. Can I give you the name that I crossed off real yes. quick? Real quick. <laughs> Honorable mention. I had T.J. Miller written down, and I crossed him oh. off. I don't I like don't the bond fraud. Uh, the yeah, that scare. doesn't affect me whatsoever. Don't like his hairdo. I, I'm a T.J. Miller I like fan. TJ. I think yeah. he's hilarious. He's hilarious. He is. I crossed him off, and I just watched the movie Ant Man, Ant Man and Wasp before I came in. So I went with Michael Pena. Yes, and, I love Michael. And Pena. I can't he's so like good. when I'm watching this, I'm like, hold on a second. Michael Payne is my Cheech. I had to stop, cross off yes. T.J. Miller. It just, I mean, obviously the comedy, how he, you know, in the first two Ant-Mans, how he delivers it. We've seen him in a the lot of films. The very fast talker like Cheech. Heck yes. The shooter, so you know he can be a serious actor and really go to that range. So, yeah, Michael Payne for me, good man. Pick. That's a good pick. Good pick. Oh, this, boy, I, I wish some of these movies would be, I wish... Hollywood executives would listen to us. Just make some crappy <laughs> Netflix movie, then just put. The, well, I guess it couldn't be crappy. Yeah, just yeah. get these cast. Yeah, but according to the bucket rating, most of the Netflix movies. I'd love that. That's true. They got to fit the half to one. All right, here we go. Main event. I, I might as well finish. Uh, I might as well go last since I'll have two here. Okay, so we'll, excellent. We'll, we'll go serpentine with you. I, who's your God, tin I cup? I really hope that I grab his tin There's cup. Not, you have oh, no if you idea. do, if you do, I really I, want, if you I do, then you stop. don't. Have, you don't know how to pair the two together. And I'm editing you out. Actually, I'm gonna go right I now. Cr- I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in because I feel like I'm gonna go weakest to greatest. Okay, go go. Right. So awesome. I, I was trying to find the know, person that's been in a handful of things, and I and like, so I looked at Roy as compulsive. Not super smart. Like, is it, is it West Ledesma? It's <laughs> it is. Uh, he's shorter in stature yeah. and loves hockey. He's less, uh, no, uh, but so I was looking for someone that can play a, a. He can be serious if he needs to, but he usually plays the dolt, a little slapsticky. Wish I wouldn't have said uh, West Ledesma. <laughs> Channing Tatum. No, really. 
And, and like I, I threw it at Jody, and yeah. she was like a little too muscular for that. And That's I'm like, Brooke Kopka is ripped. Dustin Johnson's beefy. Like yeah. there's a lot of. That's a good point. What well, Justin Johnson is not beefy. He's, a, not, not he's like six six, a, like a string bean. Negative. We'll do, debate golfers later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go over pop. his measurements that'd offline. Be, that'd <laughs> that'd <laughs> but, be a different pod. But you're right with the. Um, I hate that I took like larger dudes like that yeah. out of it because of the Brooks Kepka factor. You're yeah. right. That's not something that you look at Tiger Woods like '97. Yeah, you're right. Look at Tiger Woods five years ago or even now yeah. per se. And I, I'll ride for Channing Tatum. I think he's a fantastic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> actor. So I'm in on that. I like it. I like it. You're you're up, Wes. All uh, right. Don't steal it. Ah. I crossed off two names. I crossed this guy's name off and then put him back on there. I'm going with Mr. Ed Norton as my I had it written down too. and Roy McElvoy. It just I feel like he fits the stature and I you know Ed can do whatever the heck you tell him to do as far as acting. So to play a, a worn down golf pro You could use women are the rake as yeah, yeah, rake yeah, one hundred percent. Women are the rake, he roams <laughs> the rake. <laughs> So Ooh. yeah, Ed Norton and I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you say who you have first before I tell you who I crossed off. I don't wanna I don't wanna. I know cross I like Ed, I think Ed Norton would be a great pick for that. Oh, I, I'm, I'm I was happy with the Ed Norton. He doesn't do a lot of comedies, but when he does take on a little bit more of a comedic role, he's got the chops. Yeah, yeah. it's I think of the Keeping the Faith, uh, the romantic comedy with Ben Stiller and Jenna Elfman. It's I just have a hard time when he's out there on the tee box going. Yeah. You know what that means? No bogeys. Yeah, yeah that's right. He takes the shirt off and his chest. It's, He's got a titleist tattoo on his chest. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I'm gonna Wait. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you my tin cup first. Yes. Oh, okay, you're working. So I win. This better be the best. It's not. See, I built it up too much. I just ever. No, it's not. And, and this, this is, is the Starship Troopers. I built it up. The Kevin I built it up. Here. I built it up way too much. It's gonna probably flop. But I can't believe both of you kind of went away from this because you said it earlier. The reason why this movie looks so good is Kevin Costner is a good golfer. So, I don't know. Is Channing Tatum a good golfer? I haven't heard him. I haven't seen him on the Pebble Ed Norton Beach. Norton holds a three. I haven't seen him do a lot of these. Does he? No. You just, <laughs> I'm going to fall for that every single week. Just, I'm so used to you throwing out great tidbits. And it's like, I can't believe you went there. So, I, I thought golfing is very, very important. And I'm not going with a guy that's been in a ton of movies. But I think would be great, has charisma. He he could pull this off. He could pull off the cockiness. I think he can pull off because he's got a lot of comedic chops because of times that I've seen him on Saturday Night Live. I'm bringing sexy back, and I'm picking Justin Timberlake oh, nice. as my tin cup. I think that he would be great. And not only that, here's a bonus with Timberlake. He's going to redo a little bit is better than nada and sing that. Oh, and have that. you. So that's going to be the Cheers. single Cheers. that's going to be driving back. You know, he could do Senorita, so he could do a little bit is better than nada. So they've never well, acted together. I'm that video with him, Cheech, and Michael I, Pena I bounced, for some I bounce stuff off Jody you know, when I go over the that's stuff. A good choice. And she said, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake is a two handicap. At Pebble Beach, he I was watching some of his shots. Steph Curry quite a bit actually. He's an incredible golfer. He bought the golf course that he grew up on in Memphis. He's like it's just golf all like the time. Spring like, Valley or something. He runs no buck and a half. He ends up uh, he's run a tournament the last five years in Vegas. So this guy bleeds golf. So therefore, my I, Renee, I, I like him as an actor too. To be honest, I do too. With you. I, I, think I he's, really liked him as an actor. In I think time. He needs to be in more. He needs I to be in more. I liked in time. I, I, I do. I wasn't sure with it. I, so I think Timberlake's a good tin cup. 
I'm pairing him with his wife. I want Jessica Biel as my Rene Russo. I think the chemistry would instantly oh, be yeah, there. Okay. Uh, his real life think wife. An Alba. <laughs> no, yeah. Jessica Biel. She was awesome in Summer Catch, so you know that she can be the love interest in a sports movie. I that's what I just You're didn't want to give it away. No arguments no. for me. If there. I pair that up, so I think if she I get to see Jessica's Beals on screen, <laughs> yes, <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the pod. Nobody, nobody gives a crap. Nobody's listening to anyways. Nobody's listening to us anyways. Oh, Wes just came from Jake's Corner's Lounge tonight. So, speaking uh, of which, if it's Thursday, so recaps. I'll go. I'll go my cast list. I went Timberlake as my Kevin Costner Tin Cup, Jessica Biel as my Renee Russo. Uh, Donnie Cheadle as my Cheech, I love and the then Cheadle. John Hamm uh, as my Don Johnson, David Sims character. Uh, Pete, you want to run down yours again real quick? No. Channing Tatum was his. Uh, we had, for his Cheech, was, uh, who Who knows? Charlie Day. It was Charlie, Charlie Day. Day. Come on. We had a little Channing Tatum. We had a little Charlie Day. We had ourselves a... Uh, Kristen Wiig. And Ben... Mendelssohn. Mendelssohn. I like the Ben Mendelssohn. I, yeah. Yeah, good choice there. So I had uh, Costner, Ed Norton. Loving it. Who's Loving your cross-off? Oh, oh, Ethan Hawke Ethan I Hawk. had written down there. Ethan Hawke for I had Norton, wrote down Hawke, crossed them both off, went back to Norton. I had the budget for it. Don Johnson, John Hamm, Cheech, my boy Michael Pena, and the Doctor Lady Jennifer Garner. That's good. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, great recast. I think everybody has a yeah. great. I've watched any of those movies. We got a little lengthy today, didn't we, Dave? No, we're about right where we normally are. Right, uh, you know, with that. But you add it's for our guest episodes. It's always where it is because you add in. You know, one yeah. more opinion on all the scenes. You have to add it a little bit more. So we're right where we're at. And it's a great movie like Tin Cup. You had no problem listening to this one. Well, so here's here's what I have to do. I'm going to put the timer on us so we don't go too much longer. We're each going to get a minute uh, to talk about this. Ooh, so we're going three, minute, like. we're three minutes total. The end. So the end, we, we've alluded to it. He takes the drop. Ends up throwing away the U.S. Open. He would have won the U.S. Open. He says it at the end. I can't believe I just threw yeah, away the U.S. Up. Open. It gave it away. And then Rene Russo walks up to him and says, no one's going to remember who won the Open in five years, Roy, but now everybody's going to remember you're 12. You're immortal. What do you think? Is it is it better to have that immortal shot, or should he let, have went let, for let the U.S. Open? Let me jump in on this real Go. quick. I Just because Kristen asked about that, too. Like, why would you ever do that? And I simply explained to her, I don't even know who won the U.S. Open last year. That was the question. Patrick Reed. No, no, that, that was, was the Masters. Masters. Oh, the Masters. Sorry, so I don't know who won the U.S. Open last year. So I think he is one hundred percent correct in that statement because, yeah. But I could tell you if some guy did that and uh, you know made a sh- aced a, a shot on his fifteenth or whatever it was, one hundred percent I'm gonna remember that forever. I won't remember who won that U.S. Open. I know that's no. I still would have taken was... the drop and you know tapped in for par, but. I completely understand that, the thought process. That was the quiz I was going to give, was name me the last five U.S. Open champions and how many you'd be able to name. Pete had to tell me Patrick Reed won the Masters this year. Right. So Brooks, yeah, Ke- Brooks Kepko won the last two. Okay. Then it was Jordan last Spieth. Last two? Yeah, he's yeah. won two in a row. Oh, wow. The first one to do that. Actually, I'm going keto yeah. and hitting the gym. Yeah, and then uh, like Martin Keimer, Kamer, I don't even know who that yeah. is. Like, but there, yeah, we call him. There Martin. it is right there, though. But uh, that's kind of where I lean, and... Uh, you saw me circling yeah. on the on the paper here. No, absolutely not. Because he's down one going into the last hole. Uh, he has to hit the green to try to win it all. But he had already proven the no, last. Roy? Roy's down no, one. No, he's up one. 
birdie to win. Jacobson tied. Birdie tied, to tie, yes. eagle to win. He's Jacobson not, no. went to eight under. To tie. Oh, and he was, so he would have had the. Roy was at eight. Birdie to win. Birdie to win, right. No, so right. part of tie, birdie to win, I think it was, because uh, David Sims. Oh, you're right. Birdie to tie, eagle to win. You're and right. And he laid you're up. Right. Gutless right. wonder laid up. So all he had to do is par. Yep. And then he would have had no, the playoff even, that's, with Jacobson. Even right. Rome says, hey, you can, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Heck, yeah. You can still they, make birdie. All the foreshadowing at one point, they say par, sometimes par is good enough. Yeah. And so, like, he lays up. Aside from winning, I don't even care about that. That's not even my issue. He has no money. He's putting everything into Hawk. He's he's wagering his car for this, the Winnebago for that. Like, this is second place in the U.S. Open. Yeah, 1996 is a 2. Says he didn't come here to play for... He didn't 2. Come $2.4 no million dollar purse. Yeah. He can use the money. And this then also puts him like on... And I, if I could do a callback... <laughs> It, a little it, bit. It's better than nada. It, 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 <laughs> and it did put him in the top 15, taking his... Uh, Qualified again. Because that's what uh, I was going to ask, too. Uh, we're killing our one-minute thing, but... Oh, no. Um, it's three minutes total, so you got So he seconds. went... Uh, what, what What did he finish out there? 12? He finished top 15 is what it put and him. I be, so he was still under par, I believe, when it yeah. all finished out. One under. Yeah, that's good money. That's good money. I bet. Which the last two years prior to that in real world was even in two under one. It. Yeah. So the fact that they were up to so seven still, and eight... Probably top, top 10, top still winning that. Top he's winning enough money. And then all the endorsements he's going to win out of that, Woody's, Woody's Barbecue is going to sponsor oh, him for man. life after that one. Yeah, they so probably can't afford it. I'll, I'll be the interested. The Nike Just Do It ads with him? Like, get out of here. There's, there's, a, there's a Reebok. He had a Reebok glove on or something <laughs> like that. I, had, I noticed the Reebok logo. There is a, a lot of feedback that we want from you on this one. Uh, one, it's just about the movie, especially if you haven't seen it. I mean, the fact that we can wax poetically here for a while on it uh, definitely shows how good we think it is. Yeah. So it is it is a, a great movie to check out. We want to hear your recast suggestions. That's always fun to, to hear from you guys yeah. what you think. Uh, that's always interesting. And people that we never think of, uh, we always get great suggestions, usually from Jack Ruthroff, Matt, Sapchinski always Laura. gets recast. You know, Kevin Rice, it's time for you to step up yep. and give a couple of recast suggestions. I want to hear a Kevin Rice recast. So we need to hear a couple from him, Laura always throws in uh, her head in the ring. There's always Tony Minton will be out there sometimes. You know, Joe Willie. So let's let's hear the from home more run more. king at Northwest Little League. Exactly. No, he wasn't. It was a tie. <laughs> so we want to keep hearing from you. Remember on Facebook, Michigan Podcasting Network, on Twitter at DFTP Movie Pod. And remember, if you share the Facebook post that we're going to put out there, uh, you're going to be put into a drawing for our next. Uh, episode, which is going to be on April 24th, which is going to be our summer movie preview. Wes, closing thoughts real quick. Man, great. It's always great when you can break down a movie like this. It's just this. fun, yeah. yeah. Another Costner, good to have. It great is. time. It is. It's just, it, hopefully it comes through how much we, we love these movies, and it's just, it's fun. It's fun talking about yeah, them. Especially when you can bring in a, exactly. a golf aficionado like Pete. Yeah. I appreciate always it. Good good nice. I'm super stoked to be on here. I love the invite as soon as dave said hey i'm doing a pot i just went yeah yeah i don't i don't know what you're covering but yeah. i'm in and then on top of the fact that it was all golf that's just fantastic. the cherry on top and no it's a lot of fun <laughs> but hey it's we were right there at our longest uh, that's fine that's yeah, we, we talked about a two-week break yeah, yeah. two-week break plenty of time to catch up on the previous pods but i look at this pod I look down buddy bucket's empty that means it's time for us to hit the road and maybe hit the greens i don't know 
Hey, make sure to get to Jake's. Watch the Masters tomorrow. Ask for uh, the MPN special. The Michigan Podcasting Network sent you, and you're going to get 50% off all your drafts. So we will see you in two weeks for the summer movie preview. Thank you.